welcome to Redgate and Wolf for an actual play Monster of the Week podcast. My name is Sarah and I am your host and keeper, but we do not have a regularly scheduled Redgate and Wolf episode for you tonight. No, dear listeners, dear loyal listeners. No, because Celeste slept through a recording session. We're not quite up to date. Um, we will be for our next regularly scheduled release. But until then, we did not want to leave your ear holes empty. Wow, that sounds really weird. But you know what I mean. I was recently on a one-shot with a number of other keepers from Monster of the Week podcast. And we all played an NPC from our own shows. So you get to hear me play as Meadow for one whole mystery. It's a little bit not safe for work in places because Meadow... Um, it's fun, it's funny, the audio quality in places isn't that great, but please be with me, it is totally worth it. And we have a couple of little funny bloopers at the end, if you stick it on out. Anyway, we will see you again at our usual release time. Um, until then, please rate, review, subscribe, ding ding the bell on your favorite podcatcher, and we will see you soon. Thank you. Welcome. Welcome to the Keeper's Retreat. I'm Jason, and I keep for Memester of the Week, another Monster of the Week podcast. And we have a bunch of really wonderful and cool people here. So let's start. Introduce yourself, what show you're on, and what character you're going to be playing today. Let's start with, uh, let's start with Mr. Ray. Hi, I'm Mr. Ray. He, him, and I will be playing Severus Savarti, who is also he, him. And Severus, oh, comes from my show, $2 Creature Feature. Um, Severus is the enigmatic carnival owner who has some secrets in his past. And just for, you know, those of you who are watching out there who are worried about the timeline, this is going to take place after all of our events. You might see a different Savarti than what you're used to. Not by much. Severus is a tall man who wears a tailored three-piece suit, and he has a pencil-thin mustache and goatee. Uh, if you were going to cast him in a movie, it would be uh, Vincent Price. Mm. Very cool, very cool. Thank you. Let's go with uh, Rackham. Uh, hey, I'm Rackham, a.k.a. Sean. I GM for and edit for some of the campaigns of Dungeons & Pop, a tabletop variety show. I'm playing... Troy Manchester, but not the one from the Enter the Alleyverse one-shots, but the NPC introduced in the Time to Face the Music fictional heroism arc. He's a former college student turned eldritch horror hero with tentacle hair and an affinity for bleeding ink. Despite the horror of the events that made him this way, he still struggles to be a really nice guy and help out the associates of the library, which are the keepers of the chaos of the fictional world bleeding into the real world. They're the ones who keep it at bay. Very cool. Very cool. Thank you, Rockham. Uh And Sarah, can you pop off for us? Wow. Okay. My name is Sarah, or Sarah, she, her, I guess. 
I'm the keeper from Red Gate and Wall. We're an actual Play Monster of the Week podcast, like most of everyone here. I will be playing Meadow. She's the owner-operator of the Watchtower Tavern in a bar and inn located in the fictional town of Hendrix. She looks to be about in her 30s, early 30s, long blonde hair, often adorned with flowers, wears flowy dresses, likes to go around barefoot, just think quirky, ethereal, stoner, hippie chick. She's weird as fuck, basically. Very cool, thank you. And uh, last, we have Ian. I'm Ian. I'm My pronouns are he, him. I'm playing Seab Tate, who is a former member of the FAE, the Foreign Anomaly Enforcement, that is not so secretly run by Faye royalty. But he has left his life as an agent to pursue the devil that wronged him, that um, plucked him from his life as a farmer in the Tate's Hell area. And he's looking to destroy the devil of Tate's Hell. He, oh, I guess I should describe what he looks like. He um, looks like a very old 40-year-old. He's weathered. He looks tired. He has a handlebar mustache. Uh, and he wears kind of nondescript, darkish, like earth tone clothing um, and a red baseball cap. Very cool. Thank you so much for joining us here, guys. I think this is going to be really cool and a lot of fun. With that, let's get into it. Let's get into the hook. We overlook a dark stretch of highway along the California coast. In the distance, we see a pair of headlights. There's a young couple laughing and listening to loud music as they drive. Overhead, we see three blue streaks of light fly through the night air. Babe, did you, did you see that? It looked like... And the passenger is cut off as the car is struck by a large form. The car skids out of their lane and comes to a halt. What the hell was that? We see the driver stepping out of the car as the creature with bright red eyes retreats back into the woods, away from the road. The camera pans out and settles, watching the beachfront as it turns from the dead of night into a bright and sunny midday. And we are on the beach in uh, Monterey Bay, California. So, who is around? Uh, Mito should be, like, dancing barefoot on the sand of the beach just spaced out. I think that Sieb is in a shady spot, maybe under an umbrella, reading a book. Very nice. What brings Meadow and Sieb here to California? I think Meadow's brother has paid for her to go on a trip to get away from it all for a while. I think Troy is kind of walk, walking over to the shaded spot, and I, I actually sort of have an idea, Ian, of what our his what history might be, and I'm gonna play it up. Okay. Because I I think that Troy has ran into Seed, and uh, they kind of hit it off bad at first. They fight, and then they get along. And I think like Troy, I feel like he got like an invitation to this, and then he's he kind of weirded out by the fact he got an, an invitation, and he may have contacted Seed if they heard anything about the area. Maybe that works for you. Sure, yeah. And he's in shorts, a uh, tank top, and he has a ridiculously, he has a ridiculous, like, you know those those hats, like, it's like a director's hat where it's, like, backwards. It's like a cat, almost like a cabbie hat, but it's backwards. Mm-hmm. He has that with his, with his uh, quote-unquote tentacle hair kind of combed back to try to at least 
have some semblance of normality. <laughs> very cool, very cool. Severus, where are you? What's going on with you? I think Severus is probably like walking down the beach. He's barefoot and he's got his uh he's got his dress pants rolled up to his knees, but I think maybe since considering where we're at, he'd be dressed in dress pants still, but kind of a, a vacation shirt. And he's got like one of those like straw vacationer hats, if you know what I'm talking about, that have like the floral print band on the top. Mm-hmm. And I, I think he's like walking across the beach because likely I think he too got an invitation to come out this way. And he figures it's it's time he deserves a, a little bit of a vacation from the carnival and all of that. And I think he's just relaxing. Very cool. Very cool. Yeah, so I think that it is a, a a nice sunny afternoon in California. It's it's hot, but it's that nice dry heat, so it's not just completely destroying you. Uh, and you're relaxing on the beach, and you start to hear you start to hear a little bit of a commotion down the beach. Uh, some some women are uh, screaming, and I think you hear someone say "pervert." Uh, yeah, I think Severus will hear that, and I think he'd rush to get down there. Seed might perk up and watch at first to kind of see what he can see. Oh, a voyeur. <laughs> Just not necessarily the rush in type. Mm, yeah, I think with Severus, you run over to this group of people and they've, they've been by a bunch of like those beach tents, relaxing and hanging out. And they're yelling at this small child sized person. But they're really strange looking. They have blue skin and a turtle shell on them. And it looks like they have a lot of water on their head. Ooh. Yeah, why don't you roll uh, investigate a mystery for me? Yeah, sure thing. I was going to say, I, I know what this is, but don't know if Severus would. Troy would probably look around at the, the call pervert. Probably realize it's not someone calling him back and he rubs his his brow and then he probably start to fall after probably a bit behind uh, Severus. Um yeah, let's uh I got an 11 on this. Wonderful, wonderful. Uh so what are your questions? Um I think uh I'm going to go with uh what sort of creature is it? Mm, yeah, I think that Severus is a very well-read man. He's He's been around for a long time. Yeah. Uh, and so he would have read up on some Eastern mythology and things like that and would probably recognize that a turtle child with a divot in their head that holds water, this is a kappa. Okay, yeah, that's, that's what I was thinking it was. Uh, I think the next thing I'll ask is, what happened here? What happened here? I think looking around, you can kind of see, uh, you, you look down and you see the Kappa's webbed feet and extrapolating from that, you look around and you see this pathway of like these little footprints in the sand. Uh, and you notice that it goes behind the tent and you think that the Kappa may have been peeping on some of the women as they were changing and maybe even going up and trying to steal their bathing suits. Oh. Okay, so it's it's just the cap right here or the other women around as well? 
there are other women around and they think uh, they are yelling at this creature uh, like it's a misbehaving child. Okay. Uh, I think I'm going to go ahead and use one of my moves. Um, I forgot to say I am playing the spooktacular class. And um, one of my moves is easygoing. And it says, I have the gift of being friendly and easy to chat to. When you try to make a good impression on someone you just met, roll plus charm. On a 10 plus, they will treat you as trustworthy and a friendly acquaintance. On a 7 to 9, they will open up more than usual, but still regard you as a stranger. On a 6 or less, they'll think you're playing with them, and they're not to trust you or your companions. Wonderful. I'm going to go ahead and roll this. And I got a 7. <laughs> that was close. They regard you uh, still as a stranger, but they're, they're going to be a little more amicable towards you. So what, what do you want to say to these people? Uh, yes, uh, pardon me. I, I heard a commotion. What, what seems to be the problem here? Oh, well, this, this pervert was coming over and trying to steal our bathing suits. The, this child, he says uh, towards the obviously not human child, but um, I think he, he'll squat down in front of it. And he's like, well, what do you have to say for yourself? And the Kappa uh, just kind of like looks you in the eyes uh, because it's it's very confused and kind of alarmed. Uh, but it's still very polite and just goes, oh, oh, oh. Um, would you care to say that a little louder? Uh, maybe a little in my ear. Oh, I see the problem. Um. I want to use magic. Mm. Mm-hmm. Yes, please. Okay. Uh, that's another seven. Okay, so you get an effect and a glitch. Uh, the effect is I want to communicate with something that I don't share a language with. Mm-hmm. And um, I'm going to say that it draws immediate and unwelcome detention. Mm, okay. And uh, I, I don't know what you have in mind, but usually whenever Severus does any sort of magic, his his eyes kind of uh, glow green. Mm, OK. Um, I don't know if that's enough of a glitch for you, um, but it's very obvious that he's doing something spooky. And uh, but yeah, he he looks to this this Kappa and he says, all right, let's try this again. Um, were you trying to steal these women's. Uh, Swimwear. Uh, 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 yes, yes. Um, that, that was what I was doing. Uh, I, where are we? I, this isn't my home. No, it seems you are very far from home, my little friend. Uh, we are in the great state of California. What a state. Uh, you know, I struggle with the concept myself. Um, but it'd be best if um, you didn't try to steal people's undergarments or outer garments, as it were. It's very rude. Oh, oh okay. Um, here we go. And the kappa just holds up the top of a swimsuit. I, I, yeah, I think Severus will take it and um, he'll go to one of the women and he says, I'm terribly sorry about that. He... It seems to be some sort of uh, miscommunication um, on his part. 
Um, if you would like, I will get him out of here and get him out completely out of your hair. Uh, yeah, yeah, please, please go ahead and go. And it's too hot for Halloween costumes. Maybe you should go take him to get changed. Oh, yes, yes, pro- probably. I'll see if I could find his parents. And with that, I think Severus will reach out to take the Kappa's hand and, like, try to lead him out of the area. Yeah, yeah, I think the, the Kappa will, will go with you for now. Can Mito sidle on up and take the Kappa's other hand and look over to Severus and go, I like your eyes. Uh, Severus will uh, pull out some of, like, really square black-rimmed glasses, like sunglasses, and put them on. He's like, oh, thank you. Uh, I, I, I appreciate that. Uh, are you, are you a myriad? Me? Yeah. No, I don't think so. Uh, well, of course not. Uh, that would be silly. Such a silly word, myriad. Are you? Oh, yes, yeah, that's, that, that's definitely one word that I've accepted as, as to what I am. I don't like labels. But labels help us uh, put a name to things that we can't otherwise express. Oh, so the label you just asked me, what was it you were trying to label me? Ah, uh, well... <clears throat> I suppose by your not fear of uh, our little friend here, um, you know about um, the monsters of the world, yes? You mean evil? No, no, quite the opposite. Um, Beings that exist in our world that are, oh, say, a werewolf or a vampire, aren't necessarily evil. They are different. They are creatures just as much as humans, only humans are the ones who have taken the majority share. And even though they control the majority, they aren't the only creatures here. So these monsters, as humans call them, are myriads, ones who are in control of their facilities and just want the same thing that everyone else wants. They want respect and friendship and love and hopes and dreams and securities. They want friendship. They want companionship. They need to know that their thoughts are just as valid as anyone else. That's really pretty. Are you like a poet or something? (laughs) Uh, No, uh, I'm in show business. My father was the poet. Oh, that's nice. So where are we taking the Kappa? I haven't the slightest idea. I think Steve would appear behind Troy, like nobody even saw him get up from his spot. But he noticed that magic was being worked and suddenly became interested. So he comes up behind Troy, who I imagine is sort of close by them at this point, And he leans in and says... I don't know what that creature is, but I think something out of the ordinary is going on here. The Kappa just like, oh, on the on the ground there. <laughs> we should follow those three. Troy kind of looks shocked for more moment and he goes, uh, yeah, I, I've had a 
I've met that. Uh, yeah, probably a good idea. And he just kind of starts walking towards them. Hey, just so you know, uh, I recognize the fellow over there. It went a little worse there, so they might be a little tentative around me. Just, just give you a heads up. Well, all right then. Then he keeps walking. You guys are walking down the beach, kind of separated, kind of together. Meadow and Severus are holding the hands of this Kappa, kind of just guiding it like a like a young couple with their child. And one of the beachgoers sees you crossing by and says, Oh, oh, he- hello, hello, oh, 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 hold on, and starts starts running up to you. And says, oh, oh, hello, I, uh... Who is that? And he points at the at the Kappa. Who are you? Oh, my name is Julian. Uh, I live near on the beach. Uh, and last night I I saw I saw lights in the sky, and I tried to tell uh, people that something something strange was going on, but. I was still a little drunk, and so they didn't believe me, but this seems like I was right. What does this child have to do with lights and you being inebriated? Oh, well, I I thought I saw this, this child come out of the ocean last night. That must have been a really good drink. Oh, well, uh, thank you. I do, I do make some. Pretty fantastic drinks, but I'm, I'm pretty sure I saw you. And he like gets down and like squats in front of the kappa and is kind of looking it over very closely. Severus will will kind of uh, stand in between the kappa and the man. Pardon, sir, you you are being a little rude. Oh, oh, I. Tell me more about these lights. What did you see? Oh, well, last night, last night I was out on the beach. I was drinking, as you do, and I saw these bright, bright blue lights come across the sky. They were and going past, and I, I, they were too close, too close to be shooting stars, Uh, but I saw one land in the ocean, and I thought, I thought I saw this little boy come up out of where that light landed, and so I called the police, let them know, like, oh, hey, something has, something has fallen. It's something is strange going on. And they say, oh, no, no, Julian, you're, Julian, you're drunk. You're drunk. It's okay. And I say, no, no, no. Believe me, there, there's, there's something happening here. And now, here he is. He gestures back over to our small child. I think Severus is going to squat down by uh, the Kappa and uh, he's going to ask him, is, is this true? Is this man speaking honestly? Did you remember walking out of the water last night? Oh, uh, uh, yes, I, I, I came out of the water last night. I, I, don't, know how, I don't know how I got there. Uh, there was this big, big light, and I, I was, uh, one second I was home, home in my in my pond, and now I am. So I, I don't, I don't know what happened. I promise we'll get this squared away. Don't you worry. And uh, Severus will rise up, and he says, 
Well, uh, it, it, the story does seem to check out. Um, did you see any other lights? Perhaps, uh, perhaps there were others. Oh, 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 so, so you believe me? Well, I don't see any reason not to. Oh, wonderful, wonderful. And he puts his arm over your shoulders, Everest, and says, Oh, I think we're going to be wonderful friends. Yes, I, I think I saw, I saw three, four, five, three, three, three lights, three lights last night. Uh, one was down here by the beach, uh, and then there were two that were further, he, he points vaguely, like, north of him. He's, uh, uh, that way. And just kind of points up towards the sky, but kind of, kind of northward of where you guys are. Uh, well, I believe that uh, requires a little, a little, little investigation, wouldn't you say? And he he looks to Meadow, like almost knowingly. Sure, but what are we gonna do about him? And she points at Julian. Hmm, I'm not sure. Julian, um, is it enough to know that uh, we'll look into this, and if we require your services further, we could find you. Near the beach here? Oh, uh, uh, yes, yes, I, I think that would be perfectly fine. Here, here's my, here's my phone number. Then he takes out a small piece of paper with his phone number written on it for you. Go ahead and call me for uh, anything, anything you need. Uh, maybe we can catch that drink later. <laughs> yeah, maybe, maybe the two of you could hook up later. Gives you a cheeky wink. I think Troy is there following. He just kind of, they're watching some distance and goes like, Tate, it's not just me. Are they using that kid to pick up uh, digits? I think it was Shakespeare who said, don't shit where you eat. It does seem that way. Yes. Troy just kind of rubs his face. Uh, kind of fits what I know. It's kind of word for that kid. I, I don't know if, that seems kind of fishy, and I'm not sure if that kid went with them willingly. Troy is a little bit suspicious. I figure he knows at least enough of servers to know. I, I kind of figure figure that like when they met, Troy had had given into the drive of feeding on joy, and had remember servers has a carnival. Yes. So that's where they met. So he, he knows he's a carny. And he's he's naturally suspicious of carnies. Mm. I think if uh, you were feeding on joy around Severus's carnival, he he would have taken that personally. Um. So I get that there was definitely probably a, a scuffle in the past. Uh, how much uh, Troy may remember of that was probably spotty because one of Severus's uh, signature moves is to erase memories. I think that's another reason why Troy is suspicious. He doesn't remember much. He just knows this guy, they fought, and he got his ass kicked. So you think that this Severus fellow might be trying to make this child an, an exhibit in his carnival? Might be. I, I think we need to get involved. I don't know. I just I don't remember much of when we of it, but I just know he kicked my ass and then I woke up somewhere. 
he kind of you kind of see him kind of rub his head. He right of his head like he's struggling to remember. It's like ah, uh, I don't know. I just I need we need to get involved. Get the eye on this guy because I'm no stranger to finding some of your memories have been lost. I think uh, I'll follow your lead if if you're if you're suspicious of this guy, but I'm with you. Troy, he kind of gives like a nod and a smile like he appreciates it since he doesn't have many friends outside of his work. And I figure he probably at least considers Tate a friend because, you know, Tate's willing to put up with his weirdness. <laughs> <laughs> I think he kind of just walks up and kind of clears his throat. As he walks up to Cerberus and goes, uh, Cerberus, long way from the carnival. Cerberus will turn and see Troy. And behind his shades, his eyes will narrow, and he says, Well, <clears throat> it seems you finally caught up with me. You got any uh, plans for that child? He narrows his eyes judgmentally like the cop book. I plan to get this child home. Yeah, we're looking for his parents. Who are you? I think he fumbles in his pocket and he flips out a badge like super quickly and encloses it. Or at least it looks sort of like a badge. Agent Troy Manchester, the library. We have kind of a duty to keep an eye on stuff like this. And I think he does it fast enough. But if if anyone actually got a really good look at it, it's literally like a uh, a bronze library card. Oh, that's cute. I like that a lot. So it sounds to me like you're trying to do a manipulate someone. Yes. All right. Yeah. Go ahead and roll that for for us. All right. That's a nine. All right. So on a seven to nine, they mark experience. If you they do what you ask, what are you asking? I think Troy just says, well, if you uh trying to get him home, I think me and my associate wouldn't have any problem with that. If you don't mind, we'd like to help. Better numbers in case something else is going on. Severus will uh, look down at, at the Kappa, and then he'll look at Meadow, and then back at Troy, and he says, Can you control yourself this time? Is he an ex of yours? Uh, no. No. I... You see Troy visibly cringe at that? <laughs> no, no, we just... I think Severus cringes as well. Well, everyone's cringing. I think the Kappa gets a little bit of a gleam in its eye. And let's go of Meadow and Severus's hands and runs over to Seb and pants him and then starts running away down the beach. <laughs> Boxes of briefs. <laughs> there better be something going under there. <laughs> UCC blush. I think Troy's like, I was done at my best then, and I have uh, my associate here who say that I... Damn it, Troy, stop talking, you get the child. And Severus just takes off. And then uh, Troy just kind of takes off after the child, too. Running and he turns and he panics enough that the hat comes off. His squid hair is very... It's flapping in the breeze behind him. Yeah. Seeb is going to take out of his pocket a... After he puts his pants back up. No, Seeb's pants that weren't down. It was uh, it was Severus, right? It was Seeb. Oh, what's Seeb? Yeah. Oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> well, then you, 
then yeah, he's definitely blushing. <laughs> <laughs> so is Steve in boxers or briefs or Hanes? I guess. Oh, well, today he's bathing. <laughs> no, I think Steve wouldn't be wearing. Even if he is committing to chilling by the beach, he would just be wear still be wearing his clothes. He's probably wearing pants, long pants, even though it's hot outside. Um, but uh, yeah, he's boxer. I think he's wearing boxer shorts. He's an old school kind of guy. Ooh, I'm already picturing like the Flaherty hearts or the hearts. Yeah, yeah exactly. some kind of print. It's just juicy on the butt. <laughs> <laughs> These were on sales at Sears. Middle would just nod and smile. <laughs> so, yeah, he he sort of tugs his pants back up and looks angrily up towards the turtle child who's running away. And he's going to take out a small piece of chalk. Uh, that's kind of worn down and um, he's going to draw a quick rune in the sand and then put his hands under the under this under the sand and he's trying to use the magic yeah please roll it for me boom 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 all right i rolled a nine all right so effect and a glitch my friend so the effect I'm trying to do is trap a specific person, minion, or monster, being the the child. And a glitch, let's say short duration. Mm, okay. Yeah, so I think what happens is the, the Kappa was able to run far enough. Uh, it kind of turned the corner to... Uh, there, there were like some cliffs along the edge of this beach, and so it turns the corner around like a large cliff. You are able to catch it. What what does that look like for you? The hands that I plunge into the sand sort of form far away from me, like where the thing is running. And they kind of so like sort of hand shaped sand comes up from the beach and grabs him by the ankles. Wonderful. Yeah. And you trip him over. He's currently laying flat on the beach. I think this is enough time that the rest of you can kind of come around the corner uh, and find the Kappa laying in the sand. Mito's skipping. <laughs> Wonderful. I think Severus gets there and then he stops and looks at Troy and he's like, there, now you can take him. I think Troy just kind of nods and just walks over and picks up the Kappa, the Kappa child. Despite his scrawny build, he doesn't have unholy strength, but his strength is is surprising. Yeah, and the, the Kappa doesn't struggle at all. When Seab tripped it, uh, some of the water that was in its head fell over, and so it's kind of paralyzed currently. It's a little bit in a daze. You be careful. Um, bad things happen if enough of the water gets out of the top of his head. You have to keep him wet. Yes, this that's a that's a very good point. Uh, um, I I don't believe I got your name, ma'am. My name's Meadow. What's yours? Meadow. Um. <clears throat> uh. No, that's my name. What's yours? Pardon, pardon. Uh, <laughs> um, my name is Severus Savati. Uh, do you do you by chance recognize me? Uh, no. Should I? Have we slept together? Oh, by no, no, nothing like that. Um, I, I think this may be a conversation we should have at another time. 
Right now we need to focus on the, uh, the mystery that is afoot. Okay. Troy just kind of nods like, uh, Miss uh, Meadow, um, as I mentioned, Agent Troy. You call me Troy. I know, I saw your library card. <laughs> he kind of coughed a little bit at that and just nods sheepishly. I like your tentacles. And you can see you're almost trying to stop yourself from reaching out with her hand to run her fingers through your tentacles. Severus is going to look very uncomfortable and then start walking towards CB. Seab. Thank you. He says questioningly and kind of follows Severus's uh, lead. Seab hopefully would have caught up by then. He sort of looks around and he says, um, well, I, I guess you've all seen me in my my underpants, so you might as well know. My name's Seab Tate. You can call me Seab. Pardon, are you... Have you ever spent much time in Gullicochica, Florida? Uh, yeah. Yeah, I'm surprised you know the name. Uh, I may have passed through there once or twice on my travels. Uh, it's, uh... I, I wonder if you have any connection to Tate's Hell. Yeah, I guess they do still call it that, huh? It uh, seems to be nationally recognized, so uh, congratulations, you're famous. You're famous? You could say that, I guess. Not as famous as, say, Pike's Peak or, uh, well, I, I can't remember another name right off the top of my head, but... The North Pole? Or Jack or Jill? Yes, yes, right. Ah, uh, well, since you're going to be working with us, I believe um, we should let you know that there is a uh, beach drunkard who was hitting on Miss Meadow, um, informed us that he saw some lights last night. Now, one of the lights landed in the ocean, and our Kappa friend informed us that that is where he crawled out of. But there were two lights just north of here um, that may have also landed down. Um, my working theory is that they might be uh, this lad's parents, but uh, my knowledge of uh, Kappa age cycles isn't what it should be. He could possibly be an adult and just not realize it. I don't know that Kappa is a creature from the wild. Um, what do you know of this? Uh, of the Kappa? Um, can I make another uh, investigative mystery roll? You absolutely can. Okay. Um, okay, here we go. Ooh. I got a 12. Killing it. I think I'm going to ask, what can it do? And um, I suppose, what can hurt it? What can it do? Uh, well, you, you generally know that Kappas are, are mischievous uh, creatures. They have very, very strong claws and a history of drowning others. Uh, and they, they also have a history of trying to uh, make a grab at you uh, to rip out people's intestines. Ooh. So generally, it's a kind of a hand-to-hand -hand situation with that. And with what can hurt it, forcing it to get into a situation uh, where the water drops out of its head will cause it to briefly become paralyzed, as you've discovered. Uh, and also, you remember that for some reason, Kappas have an affinity for cucumbers. 
Uh, I'm I'm going to relay this information on. Well, it sounds like I got it pretty easy if they're inclined to yank your guts out from under you. But are you lacking guts? Uh, well, no, I'm just saying he only pants only pants me. He didn't. Oh, yes, yes. I, I, I apologize. I, <laughs> I was confused as to what you were referring to. Sounds like I'm the best person to hold them then, because, uh, well, some of you know, I don't really have much to tear out anymore, so. He kind of, he kind of eyes Severus and, and Tate, knowingly. Uh, Severus is just gonna push his glasses further up, and, uh, he's gonna look towards the road, maybe, and be like, well, I don't suppose anyone drove here, did they? I've got my motorbike, but we can't all fit on that. I don't drive. Really? You don't have a van? No, I lent that out to some friends. I think behind you guys, as you guys are starting to talk about uh, your transportation, I think, Troy, you might see out of the corner of your eye, uh, there's, there's a soft blue glow starting on the beach a little ways away from you. Uh, guys, I, I think we might not need that much transportation. He kind of points, points in the direction of the glow. Something's going on over there. Yes, I believe that that uh, that that would definitely require our attention. Oh, pardon. I've been so rude this entire time. And Severus is going to kneel down by the Kappa and say, I, I apologize. I never got your name. Oh, oh, oh. he's coming back out of his days. He says, oh, 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 my name is uh, my name is Satoshi. Satoshi. Well, that's a very lovely name. Oh, thank you. What's what's your name? Uh, my name is Severus Savati, and uh, this is Troy, and Meadow, and uh, CB Tate. Oh, oh, nice to meet you. And the kappa like inclines in like a short, small bow, and a little bit of water like drips and plops out of its head. And I think uh, at that moment, uh, the light that had been gathering and, and glowing further off uh, suddenly just expands open into a, a large eight foot circle uh, in air, then closes back. And in its place, you see a giant turtle uh, that has an incredibly long neck and a very long tail. Uh, and it is looking down at you and growling and kind of wondering why, what is this in its territory? So it looks nothing like a kappa. It looks like a, an actual turtle, just big. I think the Loch Ness monster, but instead of like being just completely smooth and having fins to move around with, it has like a turtle's body, but otherwise like a very long neck and head, very long tail. But it doesn't have the water on its head. No. I think Severus is going to bump Troy's arm. Well, go on. These are your people. <laughs> You're both fish, right? <laughs> I think that's an assumption. I'm not. What? I'm, I'm, a, I'm a monster. It's not a turtle. But okay. He sets down the child and he's going to um start walking over <laughs> walking ahead of the uh the the party 
and you kind of see his right arm like there's like these energy tentacles coming off of his arm and kind of wrapping around his arm and he's moving in and he's preparing to kick some ass if he needs to and you just see kind of like these tentacles kind of forming like a hulk or made out of tentacles around his right arm oh my i think the giant turtleish creature uh sees you coming towards its territory and uh snaps out at you with its neck uh and and tries to give you a bite all right i think troy's gonna kick some ass then oh there we go nice all right that is a 10 all right so is this like an unarmed thing oh yeah kind of how I picture his natural natural attack. It's a it's magical force, but I kind of picture it just represents as like this construct arm made of tentacles. Wonderful, wonderful. And so how much harm is that? That is two harm. It's two harm magical and close. You do hit this creature. It does not seem phased by it and it bites down on your magical arm for two harm and kind of picks you up uh, by the arm. Okay. No, not armor-defeating. You said that you're... Uh, it's magical, right? Yeah. Okay, okay, yeah. Actually, actually, I was wrong. It does do some damage. Actually, you know what? I think Troy would give one plus one forward to another hunter because he's being lifted up, but he's, he's, he's drawn the attention. Mm-hmm. And he's like... And I think he's like calls back any time now as he's being lifted lifted up. I got him on the ropes. Seam takes out and see him carrying before. It's kind of shocking, but it's a um a magical katana. <laughs> <laughs> How fitting. And um mechanically it's just an enchanted dagger, but in our show it's a katana, so it's just gonna do the same harm as a dagger. But it does have the magic tag, which is fun, but I look back at Severus and say, I take it you uh, aren't going to be exchanging pleasantries with this one. I uh, I don't believe I can. Um, let me just uh, I'm going to need to to try to remember um, if I've seen anything like this. Uh, have you? Uh, not not that I remember. No. Uh, Severus pauses for a minute. You're just a human, right? Correct. <clears throat> I've lived longer than most humans could. But you're not a myriad. Mm, I'm not familiar with what you call a myriad. Oh, okay. Uh, let me try this this a different way. What's something you that would be really helpful in this situation that you could obtain by magical means? Um, like it could improve your sword, perhaps? Yeah, perhaps. All right. Now... I can do this for you, but I need you to tell me a really big secret. Something you probably haven't told anyone else. <laughs> uh, I love the visual of you guys having this conversation while <laughs> Troy <you're> dangling. is just, <laughs> just hanging from his arm like, okay, it's on Netflix. <laughs> just playing around, screaming. Do you want me to interject? <laughs> At this point, we've read a bad situation. Yeah, yeah. Go ahead and roll read a bad situation while while Sieb figures out his deep secret. That sounds good. <laughs> I got an eight. 
All right. I think that's a hold one. What do you want to know? Well, I don't know. What's the most vulnerable to me or what's the best way to protect a victim? Mm. What's most vulnerable to me, I guess? Well, no, that's stupid because there's only one thing there. Um, What's the best way to protect the victims? Um, You look over the scene on the beach and you see just past this creature uh, that there is a soft blue glow going on and it looks like there's a sea turtle shell washed up on the beach but it's surrounded by this blue energy and you think oh if i if i do something with that maybe that will uh, help what's going on with troy and these monsters Okay, so Mito will just start skipping off. She'll skip past Troy and the monster and go for the big empty turtle shell. I think I'm going to have to have you act under pressure to get past the the big boy who's swinging Troy around. <laughs> Poor Troy. <laughs> it's another eight. The sad thing is this isn't even, this isn't even in the top 25 <laughs> worst things that no. happen to Troy. All right, so you can get all the way there, but Troy is going to be flung into the ocean. I think that sounds safe. I like how you didn't even get to the other option. I mean, it's water, right? It gets him away from the thing trying to kill him. I I think I can live with that. Okay. Oh, no. (laughs) Yeah, so I think you get all the way to the turtle shell, and uh, the, the creature... Uh, looses Troy from its jaw and just flings him into the ocean. Troy, you're going to take a minus one going forward, uh, just trying to get back into get back on the beach and re-establish what's going on for you. Re-establish your bearings. I, I feel like it's Troy's being floated. and Frody's yelling out, <laughs> "I'm not a fish." <laughs> Oh no, is he one of those Splatoon characters? Is he going to die? <laughs> <laughs> no, no, he, he he should be all right. He's just, he's just frustrated. People keep on thinking he's a fish. He's not Aquaman. <laughs> I didn't say that. I just figured throwing someone into the ocean would be, you know, get him away from what's attacking him, and it won't hurt him like throwing on the, him on the ground would. Yeah, I, I, de- I definitely implied that he was a fish, <laughs> which which doesn't make sense because Kappas are turtles and they are not fish. I, I'm sure if if Nye is listening to this, uh, he's probably throwing a fit. Uh, he's he's a zoologist. He's yeah on my cast. That's OK. You were doing it to be mean and insulting towards him. Exactly. Yes. Uh, and when you right. say things to be mean and insulting, it's perfectly fine. Ray Ray can't handle when people don't know the difference between an alligator and a crocodile. So, you know, oh. there's that. <laughs> I, I can't wait till we meet Ray Ray's cousin and he's a capybara. <laughs> yeah. So, Meadow, you, you have run up to this uh, sea turtle shell, but the creature has turned its eyes towards you. Uh, Seeb, what's going on? Seeb struggles considering whether or not it's worth giving up a secret. But then he just sort of, I guess I should say in first person, I just sort of sigh and I look back at Severus and I say, um, I, I created a prison for a devil. I don't know that I'll ever be able to defeat. 
That's my big secret. I thank you for sharing that with me. And Severus takes your hand, and this is one of my moves. It's called a negligible price. You can make a magical deal to fulfill a desire for someone else. The price is that they reveal to you a secret. The world then arranges itself to fulfill their desire, fitting the scale of the secret. So how that works out, I'm going to leave up to you, Jason and uh, Ian, however you want it to help in this situation. Mm, yeah. Well, Jason, do you have any ideas here? Uh, I was going to ask you, what what is the desire that Sieb has in this moment facing down this giant creature? I think he just wants to hold the creature off until they can figure out what to do. So he was essentially going to leap to try and um, get between the monster and Troy. So maybe this gives him the ability to do that. Like, I don't know if that get grants a plus one forward or something of that nature. Yeah, I think uh, now that Troy is in the ocean, you have noticed that Meadow is kind of being stared down. Mm. Uh, so I think that you can act under pressure maybe to get in between and I'll give you a plus two. Okay, sounds good. Under pressure is cool. Plus two. Oh, but I did roll five. <laughs> Ooh. Do you want to use a luck point? Uh, how many luck do we have for the one shot? I think that like two luck for a one shot is a pretty fair price. I have decided to spend a luck point because I really want to protect these new companions of mine. All right. You spend that uh, luck. You do exactly what you want to do. What does that look like for you? There's sort of these runes of, that appear, these tiny runes that appear along the blade of the katana. Um, and I think that they have, are growing a brighter shade of purple now that I've made this deal. And I sort of just dart across the beach and kind of leap between the path of Meadow and this monster, and I'm going to just take a defensive stance ready to try and stop this thing from getting any closer. Wonderful. Yeah, I think you I think you get there right in time uh, as the monster is trying to bite at Meadow and its jaw gets stopped by the flat end of your sword. Awesome. Severus, we haven't checked in with you in a while. What's going on? I think Severus is kind of just measuring and like sizing up the uh, what's going on. And I think he's going to investigate a mystery. Yeah, take a good look. Good look at what this is. Yeah, uh, he's not really built for fighting. I got a seven and nine, so I hold one. All right. What's that question? What happened here? What brought this here? You kind of saw it like everyone else. You saw the light form, and then suddenly this creature was here. I think you can piece together that like something about this light gathering makes a portal for these creatures to be able to drop in to these areas. Mm. I think he's going to be looking around now. His mindset is that if something is making these portals, then something has to be nearby or it's got to be obvious in some form or fashion in some kind of way. Mm -hmm. And I don't know what I would roll for that, but. I think that you would notice by now a meadow looking at and kind of starting to pick up this turtle shell 
uh, that has that soft blue glow about it. And I think that you would be able to piece those things together. Okay. How big was the turtle shell? Uh, it's the size of a sea turtle shell, which I believe is like a, a good like two and a half, three feet wide by like three, four feet ish. It's a very large, like old sea turtle shell. And it's empty. Yes, it's empty. But it does have that soft blue glow about it. Hey, Troy, you're in the ocean. How's it going? Are you enjoying your swim? I think he isn't because he's kind of like flopping around. Mm-hmm. He's almost buoyant, but he's not like centered. So it's kind of like a ball rolling in the ocean. Roll an act under pressure with a minus one for me. Ooh, it hurts. You hate to see it. <laughs> yeah, I think uh, another wave catches you, Troy, and <laughs> the ocean is just beating down on you and, and pushes you back under. <laughs> uh, so we'll, we'll, we'll come back around in a second. Check on you, buddy. Or Troy. I feel bad. I feel like I'm bullying Troy currently, but it's just, it's just the way the game goes. Hey, uh, Meadow. Yes. Uh, you are here, and Sieb has heroically, heroically stopped this thing from biting down on you. Uh, and you are holding this turtle shell. What do you want to do? Is there a way if I can determine if, for some reason, the giant turtle maybe used to be the little turtle whose shell I'm now holding? I mean, what would I do for that? I think that would be an investigative mystery. Okay, that's a nine. All right, on a nine, you get one, I believe. Yeah, yeah. I'm just trying to think which question in there would work based with what I was trying to do. Yeah, I think what sort of creature is it would... Yeah, yeah, we'll go for that. Would establish that pretty well for you. Uh, You look at the sea turtle shell and you look at the very, very large turtle-like creature. Uh, and you notice some differences in the way that the shell is designed. The edges of the shell on the large creature are more razored, while the one that you're holding is smooth. So you realize that it's not a, it's not just like a mutated sea turtle or anything. But then you remember that uh, there are legends uh, in and around Australia about this. This is a Moa Moa. The shell is a Moa Moa or the giant dude is a Moa Moa? The giant turtle thing is a Moa Moa. What else do I recall that a Moa Moa is? Uh, aside from obviously being a large turtle with a long neck and uh, a long tail, uh, they are protective kind of creatures that uh, just don't like things coming into their territory, uh, which you would assume suddenly this is its territory and you're in it. Okay. Um, I think... This guy's a little far away from home, and he's just trying to protect what he thinks is his territory. So maybe we should back the fuck up and give him some space. Or I could try and banish him. We could leave the area, but I don't know that innocent beachgoers will be able to understand that this creature thinks that this is its territory. Oh, uh, yeah, what about if we get some police tape or something? It's like putting a Band-Aid on a broken arm, I'm afraid. Oh. Uh, Keeper, do I know, is this technically a natural or unnatural creature? This is a natural creature. 
well, I can't banish it then. Sorry, guys. <laughs> That's unfortunate. Maybe we could coax him into the water and he could find his way home. Didn't we determine that they came from lights in the sky? This one came from a light on the ground. Meadow, I think that the sea turtle shell that you're holding in your hand is starting to glow again. Oh, dear. <laughs> Could I fling it into the ocean? <laughs> uh, yeah, you can you can fling it into the ocean. I do that. All right, you, you do that. It rolls out to sea uh, out by Troy. Troy, you're you're swimming around out there. And suddenly you see a glowing, uh, like glowing with a blue light, a sea turtle shell going past you. What do you want to do? Troy panicked and goes, I hate this part about Mario Kart. (laughs) I am going to use the most cartoonish, but I think it makes sense. Use of use magic. Do some thing that is beyond human limitations. Because Troy still has the Hulk, Hulk arm made out of tentacles. So I want to use magic to kind of expand the tentacles out and kind of like use them as a propeller to get into the get to the land. Yeah, yeah. go ahead and roll that. All right, you propel yourself to land. And so now you guys are all with the Kappa and the Moa Moa on the beach. Maybe I shouldn't have done that. (laughs) Steve, what do you want to do? I would like to just continue to do battle with this thing, trying to keep it focused on me so that the others can do what they're trying to do. Uh, yeah, roll kick some ass for me. Okie doke. Ooh, I rolled a seven. On a mixed kick some ass, uh, we do damage to each other. Mm-hmm. So my weapon is two harm, but it is magic. I think that your sword cuts into the side of this, uh, of the Moa Moa, but the Moa Moa kind of just bowls you over onto the ground and you take one harm just from the force of impact. Uh, And it has you in kind of a bad situation. It's rearing back to strike at you. Uh, Severus. Severus is going to see the turtle shell getting thrown into the ocean. He's going to be like, no. And then he's just going to, like, full-on dead sprint to go into the ocean after it. Wonderful. I think that's an act under pressure. Yeah, okay. Oh, that's plus cool. I should be fine. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It's a 12. I am, I am absolutely fine with this. All right, so what do you want to do? Uh, depending on how far out she threw it, I just want to run on water until I get over it and just dive. I'm kidding. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, I think uh, he like just sprints straight to the water and just dives right in and goes after it. I think on a 12, you can get pretty. We're going to say that this was a pretty immediate reaction to uh, seeing her throw it out. And so you can get to it pretty quickly and you you have hands on the the shell now. Let's move back over to uh, Troy and Meadow. What's going on, guys? You know, I think Troy's going to try to hit it again. With the Hulk hand. He's specifically targeting one of the legs to try to knock it off balance. Wonderful, wonderful. Roll that kick some ass. Okay, so how do you do this? I feel like he just kind of runs into a sprint and then he winds up the arm and just kind of like backhands into the joint. 
Yeah, yeah, I think that makes perfect sense. Uh, the Moa Moa kind of crumples a little and is distracted uh, for a second, and it tries to take a tail swipe at you, but it just doesn't doesn't quite connect. Meadow, what are you doing? I'm not entirely sure. What's happened to the Kappa during all this? Uh, the Kappa has been kind of just like watching wide-eyed and cowering over in the corner, trying to back up away from the Moa I will... I want to try and heal someone. How messed up is Seb and um, Troy? I guess Troy's probably too far away. Seb would be easier to get to. It's only a one, right, for Seb? Never mind. Yeah, Seb looks okay. Hmm. I'll yell out to the Kappa. Hey, back up so it can't see you. And the Kappa is just... Because <laughs> you don't know what he's saying. I just do the shooing motion with my hands. It goes and hides behind some rocks. Does that have any effect? Or is it just because we're here now that it's right off? Yes. Yes and yes. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I want to um, see what the others are doing so I can help out if needed. Wonderful. Let's move over to Severus. You, you are in the ocean and you have the turtle shell. What's going on? I think Severus is going to hold on to it tightly as he tries to swim back to the beach, but he's going to try to get away from the others in the Moa Moa because he wants to investigate this shell specifically with magic, but yeah, I, I think he, he definitely wants to be out of harm's way. Mm, yeah, I think that you're going to have to contend with the ocean for that, so that's going to be an act under pressure, especially since you want to make the distance. Uh, between the two. How how deep are, am I swimming? I mean, under pressure. Never mind, that's a, that's a nautical <laughs> joke. <laughs> Funny. <laughs> under pressure. Dun, 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 I'm dun, just going to roll. Dun. Oh, that's awesome. That's a 13. Nice. You get exactly where you want to go. You are on the beach a fair bit away from the Moa Moa and all of our friends. Go ahead and roll your investigate for the shell uh, i'm gonna use magic oh wonderful my hope is to observe another time oh Ooh. oh that's a failure Ooh. i think i'm gonna use a luck all right yeah so on uh observing another time with you use magic i think what you see in front of you mm -hmm. your eyes fill with that familiar like green light that you have. Mm -hmm. And you stare at the shell, and then you see the shell flying through the sky. Uh, and then you see the shell back in what looks like a warehouse. There are candles lit, and there's chalk written on the ground around it. And you see it being handled by a man in a lab coat. And many, like, books and papers spread and scattered throughout this room the shell being placed in this circle on the floor um can i read what any of the papers say uh you can catch a glimpse off of one of the papers that the shell was next to uh and you see in in the top right of the paper you see an insignia of an owl that's 
like nestled in thorns, it seems like. Uh, and, and the paper says something about opening pathways and being able to take things from other places and put it uh, where you want them. Oh, okay. Then I think I'm starting to get an idea of what we should do. Very cool. Let's move over to uh, Seeb, if that's okay. What's, uh, like, is Troy currently tussling with this thing? And I'm in the, I've been pushed over. Yeah, yeah. Troy just, like, prevented you from getting your arm snapped off by this turtle. Right. And you are pushed over on the ground. Gotcha. I would like to wait for it to lunge at Troy again and then try to protect someone. Mm, yeah, I think now is the time because, uh, Troy, you have the Moa Moa turned and snapping at you trying to take that arm again. You know what? I am going to do something crazy. I want to use magic. I feel bad saying this, but I want to summon a monster into the world. OK. Oh, my God. Are we going to have a kaiju fight? Yeah, that's what <laughs> We're going to fight Cthulhu's like snotty, like cold cousin named Achulu. <laughs> or his cat. Oh, no, no. I want to do something dorkier because I think Troy is inspired by seeing a glowing blue shell go by him. And he's going to try to summon a dragon turtle. Oh, yeah, that sounds that sounds great. Yeah. <laughs> Keeper is like, yes, I would love to have more monsters to play with. <laughs> Oops, all monsters. Isn't that essentially what we already have? Yeah. Oh, that's a 13. <laughs> all right, so you summon a, uh, you summon a dragon turtle? I'm trying to be copyright friendly. <laughs> and, like, he was literally inspired by a glowing blue shell, so, like, he summons a humanoid mixture of a dragon and a turtle in front of them to try to um, give them some room to um, figure things out more. Does this dragon turtle have an affinity for capturing pink-dressed princesses? <laughs> yeah. Oh, wonderful. Yeah, it, it's uh, Schauser is the name of the dragon turtle. I think you summon this, this dragon turtle-like creature uh, and it catches the mouth of the Moa Moa in its claw uh, and then just hits it with a right hook and we are having a kaiju fight in the background <laughs> which is super cool I think Severus looks up and sees this and he's like there's always a bigger fish nice thank you uh, Disney don't sue <laughs> I think that that is a solid uh, little combat that's going on in the background. They're just duking it out, the Moa Moa and this Schauser. Uh, Meadow, what would you like to do? I probably can't say get drunk. If those two are totally into fighting each other, I think Meadow's going to skip off and join Severus to see what he's up to. Mm -hmm. 
I, I threw that in the ocean because it was glowing and I thought it would spit out something not so good. You, you had good instincts, and I'm not entirely sure it wasn't for good reason, but uh, this has been enchanted. Someone is, is deliberately sending things and using the shell as a, uh, a type of port key. Oh. Do you, do you know much of runic magic? No, nothing. Sigils, perhaps? Uh-uh. Uh, I know a thing or two about runes and sigils. All right. Uh, I'm going to try to recreate the sigils I saw the best of my recollection. And uh, Severus will, will do that in the sand. I don't, I don't know if you want me to roll anything for that or... Yeah, what is, what is your intention, I guess, uh, with recreating the, this ritual? Uh, I just want to... Like, not recreate the ritual itself, but show, see what I had seen. Um, like, what kind of sigils? Oh, yeah, no, that's free. Okay. That's not a move. Okay. Yeah, can I roll Investigate a Mystery to see if I know anything about these runes? Yeah. Oh, let's see. Hang on. I have... Until the fight is... Is the fight over? <laughs> <laughs> For me... <laughs> for you maybe 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 okay. but uh maybe not because there is just like a full-on kaiju fight happening in the background because i have what does not kill me so if i've suffered harm i get plus one ongoing until the fight's over but i feel like for me at the moment the fight's not going on so i won't get plus one you're taking a break i would i would take it i would count okay. that on the sidelines okay fair enough it's like you're when you're in the boxing ring and you go back over to the corner with your coach and you get a little drink of water. Spit the mouth guard out, yeah. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I, I kind of picture Troy just... It, 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 it's like he summoned a stand and you see him just... <laughs> he's actually moving with Shialzer uh, directing. <laughs> oh, I love that. I actually love that. Can you roll a kick some ass for me for that? Yeah, that's really cool. Mm-hmm. And this would still count for my kick some ass with weird because I have that move. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Oh, no. Oh, no. We both failed. I rolled a three and you rolled a five. Unfortunately, Sieb, you just don't recognize. You're more familiar with fey magic. Yeah. And you're, you're more familiar with just like what's going on in, in the fey wild. And so things that interact with creatures that are normally on Earth. Uh, you just don't quite recognize or understand, unfortunately. And Troy, your your nice little Schauser, duking it out with the Moa Moa, and the Moa Moa turns very quickly and gets a tail slap out from under both of you, and so it, it trips both of you guys uh, and gives you uh, one harm. Okay. I'm one away from unstable. Oof. Severus, uh, you were doing some study with the, the shell? Yeah. Should I do investigate a mystery on it as well? Um, or could it be a phenomena? It is a phenomena. All right. Do, let's do, 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 do. Phenomena. phenomena. <laughs> <laughs> Sesame Street, don't sue. Aren't they Disney too now, or is it someone else? Oh, I, I think they are. Oof. And that is a four. Jeez. Did you want to spend luck? 
No, because I have we've just two luck and I've already spent one. I think with a failure on that, the shell starts glowing stronger and brighter. Then this light envelops all of you, including Shouser and the Moa Moa and Troy. Suddenly the beach is just empty uh, and the Kappa is over in the corner, incredibly confused. And can someone roll a D4 for me? I rolled a four. All right. That's very lucky, actually. <laughs> uh, among the options, this is the best. Yay, me. This is the uh, situation for you. One through three, die. Four. Don't die, but not good. <laughs> you come to, and all of you are in this decrepit warehouse. And there are machines and piles of papers and books. And also the Moa Moa is here and still duking it out. And it looks confused for a second, then just focuses back in and tries to take a bite out of Troy. So, uh, Troy, what would you like to do? Not die. Okay, that's what would you like to do? What are you going to do? <laughs> Probably die. Yes. I mean, we all are someday. It's inevitable. Actually, you know what? I just realized something I could probably try to do. I am going to, I think Troy is going to like dart forward and try to roll underneath the turtle out of the way of the bite. Okay. That sounds like an act under pressure to me. Oof. Well, one of us could maybe help out. Yeah, but that'd still be bad. <laughs> sure. It is in, entirely up to y'all, either helping out or him popping that luck point. I'm open to either way. One of them wants to help out. I mean, I can help out if you'd like. Yeah. Yeah, the only consequences for helping out is uh, maybe you're going to take, take a hit here. Yeah, and I haven't taken any, so I'm probably the best, too. Okay, seven to nine. I rolled a seven. Yeah, expose yourself to those dangers. Troy, you try and run and roll under the jaw of this of this Moa Moa and almost don't make it, but Severus catches you. But then the Moa Moa just shifts slightly and bumps into the both of you. I think it kind of bowls you over a little bit, and you're just going to take a minus one forward on this. Okay. Okay. Uh, but you guys have been knocked to the ground uh, while still fighting with this creature and Schauser is here too and I guess because it was following your movements it tried to also roll under the <laughs> Moa Moa but it instead just like rolled straight into it <laughs> and so it's just pissed off now <laughs> it's in a place it doesn't know keeps getting fucked with <laughs> wait are we talking about the Schauser or the turtle the Mau Mau, or, you know. I mean, both, but... <laughs> meow Meow. All of the above. Yes. So, Meadow, Seeb, you come to and you're in this new place. The creatures are still here, but you're not on the beach anymore. What do you want to do? I would like to look around and read a bad situation and get, a bear get my bearings of the environment. Give me a roll. Doing it. Seven. Whew. Okay, on a seven, you get one. 
Yeah. I'm going to say, are there any dangers we haven't noticed? I think as far as dangers that you hadn't noticed, what you see is, you see the Momo, obviously, uh, but then you also see this chalk outline of like a circle with three other circles uh, surrounding it. And that glowing light is starting to kind of emanate from that circle. So you think, okay, glowing light took us here. Glowing light brought us these monsters. If I don't do something to this, then something else is going to continue to happen. So there's a chalkboard with chalk drawn on it, the circles and stuff. It's like chalk drawn on the floor of this warehouse. Gotcha. Then, so I know I can kind of glean that this is some kind of ritual spell, uh, but I don't know how it works because it's not my type of magic. So I think all I really can do, I'm going to just try and like take out my own chalk and mark through some of the sigils on the ground. Mm, Yeah. What do I roll for that? <laughs> I think this will be an act under pressure roll. Okay. To make sure that you are marking through the sigils in the right way before the sigils and the circle on the ground activates and maybe takes you somewhere else. Gotcha. <laughs> I rolled a three. <laughs> All right. So roll a D4. Oh, dear. Roll good. Three. Okay, so on a three, uh, you start to try and mark at these sigils on the ground, but then that light swells and surrounds you, and then you're on a beach. But you, it's, it's a different climate entirely. Uh, it's a lot more humid. And you look around, and you see over by the coast a, a kind of familiar-looking white domed amphitheater and you realize that you're in australia sydney well this is marvelous well i think i've found where that moa moa came from do you have a cell phone did you give severus your phone number (laughs) (laughs) and you see a little bit of that blue light still behind you so if you want to you can try and grab it uh, and see if you can go back home. There's a sh- there's a turtle shell behind me. Uh, not a turtle shell, but there's still like a glimmer of that light. It's like the portal is still open. Oh, gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. Um, yeah, I'd better try that before I'm lost here. Yeah, I'll grab for it really quick. Okay, so I want you to roll plus weird. This is a custom move. Okay. Twelve. Finally. <laughs> You find yourself in this corridor of, of shimmering blue light, and you can kind of see in front of you these different openings, and behind you it opens up to this beach in Australia, and uh, over to the left you see that it opens up to a, like a small forested area and a little grotto, and you see some cherry blossoms blooming there. And then over to the right, you see what looks like an old wall. Uh, lots of like great stonework 
being pushed up there. And then directly in front of you, you can see the path to the warehouse where you just were. Hmm. Oh, man. Uh, and the light seemed like it was starting to shimmer away before I leapt back into it. Yeah, it was starting to fade on Australia. So the pathway is starting to close in on you. Gotcha. Okay. Yeah, then I'll go back. I was going to try and go exploring, but there, I don't want to risk getting s- completely separated from everybody else. So I'm, I'll leap back into the warehouse portal. All right. Yeah. So we saw a flash and Seeb was gone. <laughs> and then we see another flash and he stumbles back out into the warehouse. Welcome back, Seeb. Severus, we haven't checked in with you in a little bit. What's going on? Uh, I think Severus is going to take a look around, try to see if this is the warehouse from his uh, vision. I would give that to you for free. You would absolutely recognize like, oh, wait, uh, yes, you you recognize the chalk on the floor and you recognize uh, some of the books and the machines. OK, uh, I think he's going to get up then and try to sprint over to the books and I think he's going to investigate a phenomenon. Yeah, go ahead and roll that. Uh, seven. Okay. So what question are you asking? Um, I think I'm going to ask, uh, what could fix it, cure it, or slow it down? Mm, I think reading over the information, you, you, you find this person's research notes. It's someone named Harker, and it outlines the, the formula for how this process works. Uh, you had to have totems from the areas of which you were taking something from and focusing them in to this area. So you realize that, oh, if you need the totems to make it work, then if you were to break them, then the pathways would close. Oh. I think he reads over that and just looks at the uh, shell and chucks it uh, against what I'm assuming is a cement floor. Sea turtle shell hits the floor and it kind of bounces and cracks a little, uh, but it doesn't fully give way. You see some of the light flicker on it. Can I use magic on it? Yes. To inflict the harm. Yeah, roll it. Uh, Oof. Does anybody want to help out? Oh, I forgot to hit the negative one, so it's a nine. All right. So on a help out with a with a mixed success, you open yourself up to danger, but you do grant that plus one that Severus needs. So what's your effect and what's your glitch, Severus? Um. Yes. Yeah, so want to just inflict the one harm, ignore armor, and uh, I think. The magic draws immediate and unwelcome attention. Wonderful. So what does that look like when you use your magic on this turtle shell? Yeah, I think his eyes glow green again, and his hand's going to just summon like a green flame, and he's just going to throw it at the shell to shatter it. Yeah, and I think it shatters and it crumples into ash on the floor. But unfortunately, out of the corner of your eye, Troy, you are hit by unfamiliar form. Oh no. Oh no. Something kind of rushes you down and you take uh, one harm. 
I'm unstable. Could I actually, once I've gotten my bearings from landing out of the portal, protect someone, try to block that hit? Yeah, absolutely. I have the move never again. So in combat, you may choose to protect someone without rolling as if you had rolled a 10 plus, but you may not choose the option suffer little harm. So, yeah, I think I just leap over there with my sword and just try to wedge myself in front of whatever is tackling him. Uh, yeah, I think that you stop this creature dead uh, in its tracks, but you you still are kind of pierced a little by a horn in your shoulder, and so you're going to take one harm. Hmm. Can we see what it is now, since it has a horn? Yeah, uh, you guys see that in addition to this moa moa, there is a large creature the size of about a bear. It looks more similar to a wombat, though, and it has bull horns on its head. <laughs> is this a drop bear? <laughs> no. The option I chose, by the way, is is to hold the enemy back. So I'm going to. There you go. So it's a predatory carnivorous version of the koala that drops from the trees. Oh, OK. Yeah, no, it's not that, but that would be cool. Can I go up to Troy and lay on hands and attempt to heal him? Yeah, please. Oh, that's a fool. That's a fail. I'm sorry. Oh, no. Oh, God. <laughs> oh, no. So what happens on a failure with lay on hands? On a miss, your aura causes them extra harm. No. <laughs> oh. <laughs> so this radiant light kind of flares up from Meadow and you see her go, oh, no. As it suddenly seems to attack instead of heal Troy. Yeah, it mixes wrong with Troy's magic. Troy starts vomiting ink. <laughs> we all have incompatible forms of magic. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, no. Uh, Troy, your, uh, your Schauser and your Moa Moa and the Moa Moa are still duking it out, and the, the Moa Moa is about to go for the neck. What does the Schauser do? I love that, that that's just his name now. <laughs> it worked. I feel like kind of looks over at Troy and sees him vomiting blood, and it's just, it goes into protection mode. It's more focused on keeping this thing from attacking others, and just it's also pissing it off because it's like, you know, it's Schauser. Nothing beats Schauser except for Tiny plumbers. <laughs> so I think it kind of tries to grab the jaws and hold it. Mm, yeah, I think that that will be a protect someone. Okay. And how much tough do you normally have when you roll that? I have uh, zero tough. Okay, roll roll with a plus two. I think Schauser would be pretty, pretty tough. Or you're playing Calvin Ball with stats. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So that's a mixed success on a protect someone. I have genuinely no idea what that is. It's uh, on a seven plus you protect them. OK, but you'll suffer some or all of the harm they were going to get. Mm, yeah, yeah. Shouser tries to like stop the Moa Moa from uh, snapping its jaws on our crew. But instead of just holding its jaws open, it does bite down on its claws. And so it takes two harm if we were keeping track of this thing's harm. Look, 
None of these creatures belong here. That portal that I was just taken through, it leads back to each of the places where these monsters live. We have to get them back to their homes. Okay. Um, do you want any healing? Uh, um, I mean, it didn't seem like it did too well for for our friend Troy there. Um, no, I don't know what happened here. Um, I mean, I mean, you can, you can try. I can certainly try. And she'll slap hands on either side of his face, try to uh, <laughs> heal the poor guy. He's holding back this wombat creature, and you just come up behind him and s- smack him in his face. I rolled a five. Oh no! no. I mean, that's gonna kill you all. You just slap the shit out of C. <laughs> <laughs> How much harm does that do? It doesn't say. It just says my aura causes them extra harm, so I don't know what that means. I think I would count as like one. She really, really rocks you. <laughs> you should maybe stick to trying to direct these monsters into the into the portal. Oh, okay. I'm I'm really sorry. Mm. <laughs> that disapproving grunt. <laughs> Come here, monsters. Come here. <laughs> Can I go ahead and use magic to try to trap the Moa Moa, like in the center of the giant uh, sigil ring? Yeah, yeah, please. Okay. Oh, God. <laughs> How are these rolls so bad? That's a three. Yeah, that's a failure. <laughs> I think that you try and use this magic to kind of trap the, the Moa Moa. And instead of trapping it, it just turns its attention away from the Schauser towards you and flicks its tail at you and catches you with the tip of its tail. It catches you on the chin and just knocks you back for one harm. Oh, bugger. There's my first harm. And the uh, the creature that is with you, uh, Seeb starts to kind of back up and back away from you and is growling. It's looking at you with these dark red eyes, uh, lowering its head. It starts to paw at the ground with its webbed feet. Like it's, it looks like it's going to charge at me. Mm-hmm. Okay. In that case, I'm going to try and position myself to, you know, red cloth in front of the bull, get this thing to charge at me, and then I'm going to try and jump out of the way so it, goes into where the portal sigils are drawn. Okay, okay. That's going to be an act under pressure. Matador is the word I was looking for, I guess. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I rolled an eight. You're going to avoid this creature as it runs, but it's going to catch a meadow on a glance and knock her to the ground. Or it's going to hit you, but you're still going to be able to direct it back into the circle where you want it to go. I think those are the two I have for you. Sure. Yeah, I'll take the hit. I'll take the hit to get it back into the circle. How much harm do I take? Uh, You're going to take two harm. Okay. I am unstable now. Yeah, this creature is going to pull you over 
and you're going to kind of be on its back, but you can grab the side of it and kind of lead it into the circle that had teleported you earlier. Nice. And if you want to get off of this thing before the circle activates, that's going to be another act under pressure. Okay, I will. Otherwise, you're just going with it. Right, right, right. I'm wondering, though, do I know that this thing is going to go back to its particular home if... Oh, man. <laughs> yeah, I guess I, I might as well try to stay off of this, you know, in this world, in this warehouse. So I will try. Cool. Oh, I rolled a six. <laughs> Can Mito kind of grab him by a belt loop and yank him off the creature? Yeah, yeah, that can be a help out. Nice. Yank him off, Meadow. Yeah, you gotta wait till I pass first. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> I rolled a six. God damn it. It would be hilarious if now the three of us go through the portal together. <laughs> I genuinely think that's what has to happen. I think that Meadow tries to grab at Tate and bring him along, uh, take him take him off of this creature, but instead gets caught up and all three of you run into this portal and into a flash of light. And then suddenly you're on the shore in Australia. Oh, well, this is not how I intended this to work. Let's move back to Troy and Severus real quick. Troy, what's going on with you? Uh, I think that Troy is going to place a palm on his wounds. He grimaces as a wave of tentacles kind of erupts out of the ground as he, when he's, this might sting. He needs to heal up a little bit before he can do more. And then he's seeing Steven, uh Meadow goes through the portal. He would grimace and try to go through it, I think. Roll your use magic for this might sting. <laughs> Oof. All right, I am using a luck point. Okay, yeah, you heal up that three. Uh, and those are your two for this session, I think, right? Oh, I didn't use the other one because someone did a help out. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, so you've only used one so far. Yeah, you get healed up and you try and go through the portal. Roll plus weird. There you go, there you go. You enter into this portal and you kind of see... Uh, the same thing that Sieb saw earlier from a slightly different perspective. You see this forest that seems to have cherry blossoms blooming, and you see this great work of stone architecture. And then directly in front of you, you see Sieb and Meadow and this strange creature. Oh boy. Sieb, I got a heal if you need it. I'm feeling pretty bad. Okay, very good. Severus, you are... Alone in a warehouse with this Muamoa and I believe still the Shouser. <laughs> Is the Shouser working on autopilot without the pilot or what? Yeah, I think it's on it's on autopilot for protect right now. I think Severus is gonna try to like tell the Shouser to help him put the Moamoa in the circle. He's gonna give it that old college try and try it again. All right, yeah, go ahead and uh, do that. Use magic. All right. That's an eight. Very good, very good. For the glitch, I think I'm just going to take one harm, ignore armor. Yeah, I think that that's, that's fair. 
it's not currently inside of the circle. So how do you how do you want to get it there? What is your magical flavor for the Severus? I I think he like lifts up his hands and green lightning emits from his fingertips and is kind of just pushing it into this area. Sick. Very good. Yeah, I think you kind of grab it with your lightning and drag it over the Schauser pushes it from behind uh, and gives you just enough to get that Moa Moa into the circle. And then back in Australia, suddenly there's a Moa Moa there too. We, we have to get every one of us except for the Moa Moa back in the light before it disappears. And then I'm going to try and I'm going to try and like fight this thing back into the light because I want to put it back where it belongs, not in Australia. Uh, the the creature that you rode on the way here. Yeah, I don't think it's occurred to see yet. The horny bear. Yeah, the, yeah, the horny bear. Exactly. I don't think it's occurred to see that he doesn't know which of the other two portals it actually belongs in, but he's going to figure it out on the fly. OK. I would argue that this is like a kick some ass and I'm hoping for a 10 plus so I can force them where I want them. Yeah, I would absolutely agree with that. Okay, cool. I am super unstable, though, so I might take harm. I might I might die here. Um, shit. Yeah, maybe that's not a good idea. Whatever. I guess I'll figure it out. Ooh, 14. Ooh, that is very nice. So you definitely force them where you want them. Yeah. And uh, we would also exchange harm. So how much harm does this thing do to me? Uh, as you're pushing it back, it like rears back on its hind legs and it takes a swipe at you for two harm. Okay. Can I try to protect someone? Uh, absolutely. Absolutely, you can. Good. I think Troy sees this and he's eyes wide and then he kind of. The enemies dive like, shooter! And the guy just dives sideways. Nice. Nice. He rolled an 11. Wonderful, wonderful. Yeah, so you managed to push the creature back into the portal and mitigate mitigate that harm. Uh, on an 11, you don't take any harm for protect someone, right? Basically, it depends on option. I can take less harm. But I think for Troy, because he sees how bad um, Zeb is, and he goes into hero mode. And I think I'm going to pick uh, all impending danger is now focused on you, because I think he has the least amount of damage of everyone here. Okay, cool. Yeah, I think that that's great. You do take two harm here from a quick swipe from this creature, and it rolls back into the portal. Now your old friend, the Moa Moa, takes notice of you and realizes that like it might be home, but you're still here. Uh, and so it's kind of eyeing you down, all three of you. What would you like to do? I think Meadow would like to push the two guys through the portal and follow them. And you roll a uh, act under pressure for me, just real quick. I rolled a five. Should I should I spend luck or get hit? If he does hit us, will he hit Meadow or will he hit either of the other two? I think he will hit Meadow. Okay, Meadow will take it. The Moa Moa takes a tail swipe at you guys and knocks all three of you into the portal. Uh, Meadow first. Uh, and then Meadow 
pushes into the other two. And so you guys end up back at the warehouse, but you do take two harm meadow. Or not two harm, one harm. One harm? Okay, well, I have one armor, so I take none. Okay, there you go. Amita just picks herself up and dusts herself off. Welcome back. Where did the horny bear go? I want to say that the bear, because it traveled separately from you guys, uh, it's not here. Yeah, and Meadow hasn't seen that corridor, so. Good, we did it. We solved the puzzle. Congratulations, everyone. <laughs> what about the kappa? You've solved my portal mystery. <laughs> we will put the kappa on a plane. Can anyone who doesn't suck at healing try to heal me? <laughs> so I was like, okay, but remember, see, you know how this works. Just saying. And just these tentacles kind of all kind of gwomp up, like almost like a cocoon around T. Nice. So you get tentacled? Yeah, I sort of cr- <laughs> like, sort of cringe. I'm getting big... Uh... Assassination classroom vibes here. <laughs> All right. And that's a 13, so you heal three harm. Oh, nice. Oh, wow. There we go. What do these tentacles do to me is my question. You don't want to know. Just accept your healing. You kind of like, you just feel like rubbing. It almost feels like how you would feel if your injuries were being whited off of you, almost. It's squishy, it's icky, but once it's staying really tracked, it's just, you know, you're all healed up. It's like a really nice shiatsu massage. And Mido's just, like, watching. She's like, that is the hottest thing I have seen in decades. I would literally rather be anywhere else right now. Good lord, you're gonna make him ink. Ha <laughs> <laughs> oh. Troy actually goes beat red hearing that. I know I know I should feel good about this, but I don't know how to feel about someone finding what what I am now. Ah, that's that's asshole. I have so many questions that I don't want the answers to. And you're still injured, right? He is still injured. He got down. He's down to three himself. Okay. Well, Mido will go over. <laughs> Here we go again. We'll go over to Troy and she'll start running her fingers through his tentacles like it's here. And she'll be like, I promise this won't hurt. She'll try and lay on hands again. Roll that bean footage for me. Okay, so I got a fail, but I'm going to spend luck. <laughs> <laughs> You're like, I will not fail again. Yeah, definitely. And that is heal too. And you are stabilized. Sweet. There's a gentleman back in Gullicochka. I'd rather not find out about this. Your secret's safe with me. In fact, if we just never mention this happens again, that would be great. Yeah. Yeah, I'm good with that. Oh, the Trooping Kurtz fan of me is just going, oh my god, oh my god, oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> so I think Severus is going to be going back over these notes. And trying to study them, maybe trying to see if there's any indication other than Parker's name. Go ahead and roll 
I feel like that would be an investigative mystery. We might just end up being it, having it be a flexible question at this point. Okay. It would be a general what is being concealed here. Okay, yeah. Cool. I rolled a seven, so that's a hold one. What is being concealed here? What is it that you want to know about this process? Like, Severus's job is to entertain, and to do that, you have to understand a person. And I think he's really trying to look at the work that it would take to make something like this and just try to understand the kind of person who would create a machine, like what, what could be the end game, just anything in that general range. This is a very uh, cold and calculated kind of document. The, the letterhead includes that symbol, and you see Harker's name. But the entire thing is meticulously typed out on like kind of a typewriter font. And so you know that this person is obviously very meticulous. They, they are very studious. They know what they're doing, but they don't necessarily care about the moral implications of taking these creatures from wherever they are. I think Severus looks up from the paperwork at Seeb and Meadow and Troy, and he says, I have a very, very strong feeling that this isn't the last we've seen of this individual. And if we don't track them down, very bad things are going to happen to a lot of people. Are they evil? I have never been comfortable with the terms good and evil, but this individual is something worse. They're uncaring. They did this purely out of curiosity. And in my experience, that is the most dangerous individuals of all. I don't much care if they're evil, but they need to be stopped. Can I kill him? If we find a mother, we will. guys have found yourself back at this warehouse i think meadow you're you're looking over some of these papers you notice something on the paper that we didn't see previously you see underneath the there there was an insignia that you saw previously that was this owl nested in uh like thistles and thorns and you see that right under that there is a uh, like a, almost a byline, almost a slogan that's written. And it's uh, Kubavit Lamia et Gloria. And that brings you back to a memory that you have. And you realize that you've been to Monterey Bay before, but it was back in the 1970s. And you remember being at this party at someone's house. Uh, everyone's enjoying themselves. And you see a man across the party in a red suit and a bowler hat. Uh, he's talking tersely with another patron, and you see him take off his bowler, and his face changes to that of a skull with ram's horns, and you see a dull light flash in his empty eye sockets. And the man he was talking to goes from anger to fear, and then complacency. The skull man puts his bowler back on his head, and his face returns to normal, and he turns and looks at Meadow, 
He smiles and starts to make his way towards you. And then you blink and you're back in the warehouse and looking up from the paper. Two things. First, my name's Meadow, not Mother. Second, I remember seeing a demon with a ramskull head. Where, where did you see them? In the 1970s, I think. It's hard to remember. I don't remember anything past the mil- turn of the millennium. Oh, so that's a new memory or an old memory. Well, how does this help us find this scientist we're looking for? I have no idea. All right. So we're at a loss. I guess I'll look around this warehouse a little bit, see if I can find some clues. Don't the kids these days use the internet? I don't know much about that myself, but if one of you has an internet device? I don't even have a phone. <laughs> Troy takes out a phone, uh, a, a smartphone. He, he looks over to Metal and goes, um, Metal, do you, do you know anything about where you saw it? Maybe I could look up the address, maybe? Yes, it was in a house. Actually, that's an, actually wait, 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 wait. I actually can do something on this. I think I'm going to borrow Hacker with the Dragon Tattoo from the Gumshoe Playbook. All right, that's a nine. Basically, I'm using the smartphone to hack into the records of the library to see if there's if any of this sounds familiar. Uh, what what is it that you are wanting to learn from this? You have leave no traces, learn something important, leave misinformation in its place, or gain. Access to somewhere you want to get into. I'm, 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 I'm divided between learn something important and gain access to somewhere you want to get into. Because I feel like that that one would be like he's trying to find out where this may have happened or if this sounds familiar from anything records. If you're crowdsourcing this, I think finding something important might be a better option. Yeah, I think I'll go for something important. Yeah, I think what you. What you learn from contacting your your friend in the system. Uh, what's your friend's name? Trent. Trent Resinor. <laughs> uh, yeah, you you call up Trent and ask them about Meadow, and they say, "Uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, it says here, uh, Meadow. Oh, act, yeah, active Monterey Bay in the 1970s. They they were they they were a real party goer at the time. Uh." had a conflict with some sort of demon uh but it was it wasn't our wasn't our bag so we didn't look into it too much it looks like it looks like a lot of that happened downtown uh yeah yeah there's there's a storefront here it's a it's an old pawn shop now yeah it it says it's the it's the rusty gun barrel uh downtown now uh you might be able to get some more information out of it there uh, th- thanks, Trent. I I appreciate it. And I think he, uh, he looks at the group. Oh, that's some good news. We uh, we need to go to Monterey Bay. Uh, apparently, it's a party town because that's what uh, what my bosses say uh, you were doing there. Downtown area. It, the place is no. It's not a. It's not a club anymore. But uh, we need to. We can probably find out more at the uh, Rusty Gun Barrel. It's a pawn shop now. We're going to look at porn. Why would you look at porn at a, at a pawn shop? What is going on? No, no, no. no. It's an accent thing. Pawn, like, like, like a, you know, like you give them stuff, they give you money, then you regret it, and then you pay twice as much to get your stuff back. This that sounds, sounds like, like a porn. porn. Yeah. 
I think he kind of he he kind of covers his face and says, "Oh God, it does sound like porn." <laughs> so that's a different rusty gum barrel. <laughs> uh, 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 oh, no, wow. you should get that look, Dad. <laughs> See a doctor. Remember, kids, always practice safe sex. Uh, we make a lot of jokes here on the Keepers <laughs> Retreat, but seriously. <laughs> If it's rusty down there, talk to your doctor. Take a shower. Yeah, that's a shower. Wait, no, a shower would make it worse if it was rusty. <laughs> oh, I hate this. <laughs> it's not literally rusty. It's figuratively rusty. It, yeah. So it's rusty, there's a lot of more problems. Don't Severus see looking around and <laughs> he's like, would you like a hand with uh, investigating things? I, I think the others have uh, have decided what, what their next step. I think we should work on finding out where um, this fiend is now. Yes. Um, yeah. Any help would be appreciated. So we're looking for some kind of demon who's also a scientist. Perhaps or the two are working it together. Um, I'm not quite sure. Well, maybe we can find something in the notes here. Yes. Um, I, I will try to help you out as I can, um, if it's needed. Um, I'm not sure what help out is, but... Uh. <laughs> I think help out you can decide to do after the roll. That's how we yeah. play it anyway. Okay. Because there's no point in trying to help out unless you know that you can mathematically make it work. Yeah. Yep. Okay. Uh, but you could do the investigation. My sharp is not great. <laughs> My sharp is a zero, so... Okay, cool. Then I'll go... Mm. May I, uh, we could try. I don't know how much you want to wager secrets, but we could try to bring these to the forefront. <clears throat> um, and this is just him re referencing the uh, his negligible price move, which is where if you tell him a secret, um, it works like a deal and um, it'll fulfill the desire of someone else. Hmm. Such a good move. I, I know. I love it. And I know it's supposed to it. I, I think it's supposed to be mostly used on other people. And I, I don't know if we're cheating it. So if you don't want us doing this, that's fine. No, no, I I love it. Well, and also like, and and we can cut this, but it is a backdoor into learning more about each of the individual characters, which is very cool. Yeah. If it'll make you more comfortable, I can tell you a secret of mine first so you don't feel so embarrassed. I mean, I, I realize uh, I already have one over on you as it is. Sure. What, what secrets have you got, Severus? Well, um, I spent the years from 1950 to 1970 personally hunting down a secret cabal that had kept me trapped for 50 years and uh, they paid for it quite gruesomely it is uh, I, I still haven't sorted out whether or not that was a good thing or thing to do um, in some ways it was very cathartic and in other ways well, whenever I'm alone I question what kind of monster I became by doing that Ooh, that felt good to talk about well, maybe yeah, there is wow. something to therapy <laughs> <laughs> remember kids it's good to talk to your therapist <laughs> so we're that's not a joke. That's, that's genuine. That yeah. brings us to our first sponsor, BetterHelp, the online solution to finding a good therapist. Genuinely, if I got sponsored by BetterHelp, I would adore that. But Same. that's a different different thing entirely. Sorry. <laughs> yeah. All right. Well, I've got another secret I can share with you since we're working together and all. I figure you should know anyway that I, I used to have a partner. Um, his, his name was, was Major and he was my best friend and he was my dog 
and I lost him, and I don't know that I will ever forgive myself for not being able to protect him. Can I give you a hug? That'd be okay. Yeah, Severus is going to bring it in and, and just hug this poor soul tightly. This needs to be the first fan art of the Keeper Retreat. <laughs> Mito joins in. As soon as she sees two guys hugging, she just skips on over and throws her arms around both of them. She's, she says, ah, oh, yes, this is nice. <laughs> oh, my God, I love it. So I kind of walks over and just, he sees this and he doesn't know what's going on, but he just slightly pats Steve on the shoulder, not sure what to make of this. <laughs> I, lo- I love everyone's confused but positive. <laughs> right, right, right. Very good vibes over she's here. Just, she's just doing with the positive. That's it. I mean, and it's been a while since she's touched someone, so. This is our Marvel crossover. Like, you know, the, the camera just pans around all of us. Like, okay. yeah, screw the, screw, screw the action shot. Like, it's, it's a big hug fest right now. Uh, yeah, that's our that's our circle shot that makes you really, really nauseous because we circle too many times. Right. <laughs> yeah, so this doesn't have me rolling weird. It's just if somebody reveals a secret, the world arranges itself to fulfill their desire, matching the scale and impact of their secret. Um, so I think like after Severus breaks the hug, his eyes are like illuminating green and he just puts his hand over the paperwork and he says something like, Reveal your secrets. Okay, so what's the... What do you want from this, I guess, is my question. Uh, what did we want from that? An address! <laughs> clue. Yeah, clue... Yeah. A photo! Um, like, to pull from the uh, investigative mystery list... Um, and I have it shut. Um, no shit. Yeah, where did it go? Being specifically... Um, where did uh, the... I can't remember his name. Harker. Harker. I keep thinking yeah. it's Harkness, but yeah, where did Harker go? Okay. Uh, yeah, I think that you say reveal your secrets to this uh, piece of paper and it starts, it, it, it takes on that green glow that you have in your eyes. Uh, and then some of the text starts to highlight itself. It starts uh, showing, uh, it, it lists out the, the totems that were needed, the shell of a, a sea turtle and the dragon's claw and the branch of a cherry blossom tree in full bloom. And it highlights all of those. And you see the seashell, the, the sea turtle shell go dark. And then it like the light wavers between the claw and the cherry blossom tree branch. And then it moves towards the cherry blossom tree branch and highlights it greatly. Uh, and then you see a small projection come up off of the paper uh, showing this branch of a cherry blossom uh, in the middle of a uh, like wooded area. Uh, and it pans out and pans out. And we see the figure of a man uh, who's very well dressed. He's wearing like a kind of a tanned suit. Uh, think, think uh, the the female character's brother from the Mummy. That kind of like shitty, oh. cowardly guy. The way that uh, he is Jonathan. dressed. Yes, Jonathan. Thank you. Uh, yeah, think of him, but also uh, David Tennant as Barty Crouch in Harry Potter and the Goblet of Fire. Uh, like those two kind of things combined. Uh, it, so he's wearing this like light tan suit and uh, you see him starting to wander into the woods towards this 
cherry blossom branch and you pan out further and you see that it's a roadside uh, and then you pan out further and see that it's overlooking some cliffs and overlooking the beach and then the projection fades back and the magic fades oh god i know exactly where he's at it's where we left the kappa near there near where we were before we were teleported monterey oh, bay oh shit we left the kappa alone oh he'll be fine i'm sure they're not dangerous they're just annoying and pesky and you know can sometimes drown children but it's not dangerous i wasn't concerned for other people severus i was concerned what this guy might be doing with the kappa if he found it alone so probably losing his pants and i just want to point out mida was still holding on to c because when she gets into a hag she's like a limpet you'll have to pry <laughs> her off that's fine by c he obviously oh. needs that hug soft <laughs> well do we go for the rusty trumpet or whatever or do we go back where we left the kappa they're both in monterey bay right I suppose so. We may need to split up. I think Troy and Meadow should head to the, uh, did you say it was Rusted Trumpet? To see if perhaps Meadow can uh, trigger any other memories. Um, in also, the pawn shop. And uh, I know, Troy, you can at least handle yourself somewhat in a fight. And uh, Seeb, you can handle yourself. And uh, I'm, I'm not very combat worthy, so but I can handle the magic side of things. So I think we should pursue this fiend and see if we can get to the bottom of things. Sounds reasonable. Sounds like a plan. I don't mind handling anyone. Uh, uh right. I, uh, Uber. Yes. I, I think unless anybody has a vehicle here. Unless there are vehicles here. Well, we kind of teleported here, so I don't know that any of us have vehicles here. Very true. My, my motorcycle's back at the beach. Yes, as is my car. Well, unless we can chance using the teleportation ring which there's no telling how well that'll work i was gonna say me the keeper uh the teleportation ring wouldn't bring you back to the beach that you originally came from okay um, it was kind of a totem thing yeah yeah it was because of the connection to the totem that was around you uh i was gonna say me probably you know that. like his shells and pebbles from the beach if that would work as a totem but yeah, I mean, if you wanted to, like, manufacture your own, like, you, you have the ability at this point, like, you know the spell and you know, like, what was going on. So you could reverse engineer it for your own purposes if you wanted to. Uh, otherwise, like, getting an Uber, like, I'm not going to make you roll for any of those things. Because uh, the warehouse is in Monterey Bay, too. Is that what you're trying to tell us? Yeah, yeah, it's it's definitely in Monterey Bay. Okay. Need the dude and the cap. Got it. Yeah, you you guys are all still in the general area of where you were. You're still in the same city. If Severus like takes a look around, um, is there any cars in in or like near the warehouse? Oh uh, yeah, I think that there would be like a couple parked cars. Uh, maybe not directly outside of the warehouse because it's an abandoned warehouse, but like on the street. Uh, maybe a block away. Does anyone have any experiencing with uh? As the young people say, jacking a ride. Doesn't that usually require you to have a weapon of some kind? Oh, no, not if they're abandoned. I mean, if somebody is not in their car, do they really own it? Oh, you mean breaking in and hot wiring? That's easier to do on older model cars than the newer ones that have computers. Or so I've been told. Right. Does anybody have any experience with this? Well, I, I could try. I, uh... You could try something. It's that or we hire an Uber. You could borrow a move from the crooked to do that if you wanted. Oh. that That's true. Also, 
You have magic. Well, yeah, yeah that's, what I, that's what I was thinking. Was I was just going to like, that's, that's what I was thinking, too, was do magic. And you see, because Troy was going to try to uh, infect it with his goo and not wear it that way with magic. Well, I hate that sentence, but yes. <laughs> <laughs> okay, yeah, see, Severus was thinking, like, he would just magic the car and, like, you know, to communicate with something you don't share a language with. Yeah, that's fine. <laughs> <laughs> There's so no. many moves, which is like... <laughs> All right, do you guys like, know how I a car? I can literally do magic, but do you know? <laughs> it's well, such a great uh, line of thought. He, but I he didn't want to show up anybody. <laughs> also, the keeper told us that we didn't have to roll to call an Uber, so... <laughs> we... yeah, yeah. Only one of us has a phone, though, apparently. <laughs> yeah, you, you, only one person has a phone, so you get one Uber. Somebody else has to figure it out. Well, you, well I, I think Troy would speak up. Well, you know, if we take an Uber, then if something goes wrong, the Uber's not going to stick around. We're better off stealing these cars. So we have a just in case. I we mean, need... we get an Uber back to our vehicles and then we go our separate ways. Or we could walk back. We can't be that far. This town can't be that big. Oh, uh, yeah, let's walk. And she'll take Steve's hand and start dragging him out of the warehouse intent on skipping away in a random direction. <laughs> Severus Savardi says property is theft. <laughs> it's more of if your head isn't on it at the time that I want it, it's mine. I mean, it's it, mine. It can't be mine. He, uh, I, I think they start walking and he's like, Skipping. Yeah, I'm not going to do that. He, he goes to a, um, I mean, is there like any kind of like maybe like van or a truck or something of the sort? Let's say that there is. Okay. <laughs> uh, I think he's going to go to it and his eyes are going to light up. And uh, he's going to tell it, um, excuse me, I require your assistance and I want to roll use magic. Please, please do. Uh, You're going to talk to its computer in binary? Sorry, bye. Zero, zero, one, one, zero, one, one. Uh, that's an eight. Um, All right. So you get one effect from you get an effect and a glitch. OK, uh, I want to speak with it, um, but uh, I'll take a harm. I was going to say, can I pick and an, 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 a, a problematic side effect like the horn is stuck? <laughs> uh, no, I think I'm just going to take the harm. I, I don't. I'm really worried about what kind of a problematic side effect it has. I'm not the keeper. I don't think you have to worry. <laughs> yeah, I'm I'm just going to take the harm. I think uh I think there's a little bit of sting to this magic. Um uh, okay. Yeah. Yeah, you're you're tired and you're maybe wearing yourself out, maybe running yourself a little thin. Yeah. Here. Uh yeah. What does a car sound like? <laughs> toot toot. Oh. I mean, I mean, we've seen cars, so there there are plenty of voices to choose from. And just Owen Wilson. Yeah. Oh wow. <laughs> Wow, okay, you say you say you need a ride? Yeah, go ahead, hop in. That's all I do. It's literally, okay. my, it's literally my purpose in life. Get in. Oh, well, Unlocks that the doors. <laughs> that, that sounds a little depressing. Would you like to talk about that? I've recently heard that talking about things helps. And oh, he just stops in the driver's seat and closes the door. Every, every time he speaks, his horn goes off a little bit. <laughs> oh, I, I figured your voice would have came through the radio like they did in that uh, car-changing movie. Uh, I believe it was called GoBots. Oh, yeah, you know, uh, different different models have different functions, I suppose. 
We don't all get to talk very often. Oh, well, I understand that. Um, well, perhaps after all this ordeal uh, gets done, perhaps uh, I could take you to a drive-in movie. Would Would you like that? Yeah, that would be wonderful. It's nice to have what? somebody to talk to with the, like the whole concept of existing. <laughs> Wait, so what do you, you do all the time? <laughs> I don't think you know how drive-in works. Uh, if there's a movie on it. There isn't much talking. Uh, anyways, uh, my friends are right up there. Could Could we pick them up? Oh yeah, 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 sure. And the the car just drives <laughs> up and opens all doors. Yeah, up in. The, the window rolls down and Severus is like, "Get in, losers! We're monster hunting." Shotgun. <laughs> you're, you're not losers. I just I, I've always wanted to say. Well, I've wanted to say that since I saw it on 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 the memes. I get yeah. it. I I get it. I once said my life is danger, so that was kind of. Just oh, for that's being good. cool, you know? Oh, that's really good. Yeah. That's so mysterious. I hung up right after I said it. I felt really cool. <laughs> Troy just gets in and he goes, Oh, yeah, I know I know that feeling. I, I once had once told someone, That's my secret. I'm always sad. I feel that one. That one hurts. All right. Maybe I, the porn shop will make you happy. Uh, wink, I, wink. I think there's a moment where Troy thinks about it like, Oh, wait, Steve. You're the one I told it to. Oh yeah, that's right. I was there for that. Uh, well, I think I think it's time for us to go to the beach. Um, beach. Yeah. <laughs> so, question from me. So, are you all going to the beach together? Or do you want like half of you to get dropped off somewhere? I, I think we're going to the beach so they can get their cars or their vehicle. And um... you realize the way you've suggested we split up doesn't work in terms of vehicles. Yes. What do you mean? Well, I guess now we've got a third vehicle. It should work. I hope Troy can drive. Right. Severus is just going to keep this car now. They're they're bros. It's okay. <laughs> Severus has two cars now, and Seb has a motorbike. Meadow and Troy have nothing, and you want <laughs> them to go to the pawn shop together to look at porn. Severus is like, oh, you could just take my old car. <laughs> no, I'm not in it, so you know it's it's fair, fair game. I think you're trying for a night rider theme here, aren't you? I mean, if, if we can get this van to jump something, uh, uh, my, my night's made. All right, I'm gonna take a play from another another playbook just because <laughs> driver, <laughs> just in case you instantly learn how to drive. You're just gonna keep that in stock. Okay, so our our car friend. Oh, Christ, he needs a name, doesn't he? His name is Owen. Um, oh, I was going to say the Lord <laughs> Jesus Chrysler. Mm. <laughs> probably not. But Owen's mm. probably better. Mm. I do like Jesus Chrysler. Christopher. Christopher? Tro you didn't get a Tesla? Tro how, about, how about Troyota? <laughs> Troyota's <laughs> good. I'm a Troy. I like Troyota. Let's go with that. Yeah, okay, you you pull up back up to the beach at in the Troyota and the side doors roll open. And he says, "All right, guys, here's your stop. Thank you for uh, thank you for coming along and blessing me with sentience." What? Yeah, yeah, of course. What uh, a sweet vehicle. He's so nice. He is glad to be able to, you know, have conscious thought. So <laughs> you you don't really see this in American models. Meadow's just like rubbing down the console and and stuff like this. You know, weird behavior you probably might see someone stone do when they realize how weird it feels to touch stuff. Oh yeah, that's the stuff. Get in the glove box. Oh, I oh, oh. It's, it's see, maybe. not me. It's other people. <laughs> maybe maybe we shouldn't all be here for this. <laughs> 
anyways, uh, yes, um, uh, Miss Beto, here here are my keys to to that vehicle. Um, so if you all want to take that to the um the the the, the prone shop, uh, you can go that way and uh, Steve and I, Steve and I, I think. I think we can hoof it from here because um, this figure, this Mr. Mr. Harker, should be in the woods. If he's supposed to be where we left the Kappa, um, then that wasn't too far away from here where we started. Yes. We can walk. Did right. you give us the keys to your old car or to Troyota? To the old car. I don't think you're getting Mito out of that car. That's that's fine. Oh, out of Troy? <laughs> out of Troyota, not Troy. Oh, yeah. Troyota doesn't need car. Or doesn't need keys. You just need to convince him to take him, take you where you want to go. She doesn't even have to drive. This is awesome. But mom, it's my turn to drive. I think Troy kind of calls forward to Troy out of this. Meadow, do you mind if we, play, we listen to a podcast while we drive? What if, uh... And she's like now rubbing her face against the window. Okay, that's my cue. Uh, Toyota, I, I will see you later. Um, just take these two wherever they need to go. All right, all right, yeah, yeah, thank you so much. Uh, I'll see you later, uh, Sevy. Yeah, later on, uh, dude. And, Troy. uh, Severus is getting out of the car. Troy reaches forward and plugs his, his, uh, phone into the head jack and puts on John Matters. That's on the Johnny Matters podcast. I was about to say, like, and here's the cut where we introduce all of our podcasts. Yeah! <laughs> Out of the darkness and into the light. It's uh, this is the show where we turn over mossy rocks and discover the truth that the government doesn't want to tell you. So Severus and Seb, you're getting out. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, Severus and Seb, you guys are walking along the side of the road uh, yeah. and and moving into this uh, kind of forested area. So what are you what are you looking for? Uh, I think we're looking for. Um... The cherry blossom. Yeah. And and also this guy, if he, you know, whichever one comes first. Do we know what he looks like? Uh, this, yeah, you, you saw like a little bit of him. You saw like that he's wearing a tan suit uh, and has like kind of short, uh, oh, dark, that's right. dark brown hair. Well, things yeah. are about to get very awkward with uh, Troyota and, and I. And it's a shame. I was really looking forward to hanging out with that vehicle. I mean, I'm sure that you'll see him again. Well, yes, it's. It, I'm sure I will. It's just, uh, well, I. <clears throat> you see, Meadow is my mother. It's a. It's a very long story. Um, my father. Um, well, my father was a Viking. His name was uh, Otan Savati. He was a, a warrior poet, and uh, whenever he knew her, she was. Well, there are lots of names for for beings like herself and and what I am. Um, I believe the category is psychopomp, but it's it's. Sort of like a particular angel or grim reaper, um, someone who ferries you between where we are and the afterlife. And it's it's very complicated and we often wear many hats. Um, but yeah, uh, I've, I've been long separated from her. Um, yeah, so this is this is a very interesting experience, I, I have to say. Well, that doesn't sound too different from what I am, but that's interesting that she is your mother. She doesn't look any older than you. Yeah, I... I honestly don't, I don't know a lot whenever it comes to this, um, but apparently we, we get to a certain point and then we stop aging. Uh, I, I don't know where you know, people even come from. Uh, it's sort of a be into existence and find your own way sort of thing. I was, I was born in the 1800s, so I know that, I know that sometimes certain circumstances cause you to not 
age like other beings here from the overgrown. But the the overgrown is this, is that what you call it? Uh, yes the the overgrown is the area outside of the wild where where I lived for many years. Hmm. That's uh, I'm I'm familiar with the wild, although I've. I have to confess, I've never, never been. Um, it, it was putting someone like me into an area like that is, well, it, there could be consequences to it. But Memories it, lost, yes. Well, I'm, this may be awkward, but uh, losing memories is, is one of my purposes, or one of the purposes I've discovered for myself. Um, to, to put it in a certain way, angels like myself, uh, we escort souls that have experienced violent trauma um, after they've died. And it's not good for a soul to carry that much taint and weight onto the next world. So part of my purpose I found was freeing the soul of that weight. Well, maybe, maybe I'll see you again someday. I believe my soul carries quite a bit of weight. I will, I will be there with bells on, as they say. I'm not sure that's, that's the right expression for the situation, but... Uh, <clears throat> Wonderful. I, I think as you guys are having this conversation and uh, wandering into the the wooded area off the side of this road, uh, you start to hear uh, the cracking of branches around you. Um, Severus is going to draw his... Um, he has a multi-tool with a pocket knife on it, and he's just going to draw that. <laughs> yes, yeah, Steve draws his katana with one hand and has a piece of purple glowing chalk in the other. Oh, it looks so much cooler whenever you do it. <laughs> has something to do with the weaponry. Yeah, I suppose I'm, I'm long overdue for an upgrade. <laughs> Yeah, I think uh, you hear the the cracking of these branches come closer and closer, uh, and uh, something is moving towards you uh, very, very quickly, uh, and it's almost on you now. And let's move over to Meadow and Troy. So Meadow and Troy, you guys are in the Troyota, uh, our, our Toyota van, if Toyota makes vans. If they don't, tweet at me and let me know. <laughs> Um, at me, bro. <laughs> Let me know if they make vans still, or if they ever made vans. Uh, yeah, you guys are in the Toyota, and you're heading towards downtown, towards the rusty gun barrel. What are you guys talking about with Toyota here? And that's why not all rabbits are evil. I see. Um, I, you know, I'm gonna admit it. I don't know how to react to that. Toyota. Uh, pipes in and says, oh, okay, I understand. So those little fuzzy things, they, oh, they, they aren't just things I, I run over. Interesting. Interesting. That's, that's new information to me. Oh, here, here we go. I, I think this is the place. And you, he pulls up and does a perfect parallel park in front of this uh, pawn shop with a, with a hanging side outside that is shaped in the shape of like a shotgun. And it says the rusty gun barrel on it. Oh, it's not porn, porn. It's porn, porn. Yeah, that's what, that was what I was trying to trying to say, Meadow. Um, hey, um, I think he gets out into like a positive. Hey, um, if things get kind of uh, crazy in there, um, just he just kind of like a pause. He's like, it's whatever we find out. Just go get it to the others. Don't worry about me. Okay. 
If I don't make it out of there, another meal will probably show up eventually. I think you would have been better off if this was a pawn shop because it looks like and it sounds like you need to get laid. Maybe we can fix that later. <laughs> You're looking through the window of the pawn shop and you see like behind the counter, there's also like further in the back, there's like a little sign that says adults only and a curtained area. Oh, we could do it now. And she just grabs you by a tentacle and drags you in. Okay, see ow, that's... Ow, ow, ow. <laughs> The tentacles are his hair, so you're pulling the hair inside. <laughs> okay, okay, alright, I'm coming, I'm coming, I'm coming to, to build our sense to this. Yeah, okay, well, whatever happens, Meadow just leads you straight past who we visit the counter, says, we'll be right back, and straight through the curtain, and you might want to fade to black. I'm so deeply confused by what just happened. You said but, there was a room with a curtain. I was like, oh, why? Is that not a thing in... in yes, okay, but you've given her a private room after she said we should probably fix you not getting laid. I mean, come on. Do you not I, feel find the logic here? I think we need to have some cultural exchange real quick. Are there... In, in New Zealand, is there not like at adult shops a like area that's kind of like cordoned off where the actual porn is or rather in like oddity shops that like are meant to sell like certain things and then they also have a porn section is that not a thing that is is normal in new zealand because i'm very well, there confused are sex shops yes um there might be an r18 section and the like the dollar store which has a you know like a little blanket over the shelves or something but okay. you <laughs> said a curtain built area i always took that to be like a fitting room type size at least and in they went we can retcon it if you take away the room. <laughs> no, I'm not. I refuse to. If, it, if if Troy is okay with this situation, that's fine by me. But I was just deeply confused. She's going to make him a squid man. <laughs> I'm okay with that, but then I will... I'm, I'm going... Uh... We're faded into black. Don't worry. We're not going into details. But I mean, that many tentacles? How could she not? <laughs> okay, that's fine. So, Steve. The car. <laughs> so, yes, at uh, least it wasn't the car. That was not where I thought that anything was going to go. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> and it's fine. Uh, Steve, uh, our producers say this is great fan service. Keep it up, kids. <laughs> Steve, Steve turns to Severus and goes, I hope they're staying on task. I, I, I'm sure. I'm sure. No, you know what? I, I, I'm pretty sure they won't be. <laughs> I'm worried. I'm very, very worried. Yeah, you, you should be worried because there is something coming di directly out you at you out of the woods uh, and you see something scuttle across the forest floor and it looks like a lot of hair uh, and I'm going to need one or both of you to act under pressure. So we're okay. got what we're dodging out of the way. Is that what we're doing? Yeah. We got a big failure. We got a big fat failure. Uh, yeah, I got a, uh, I rolled a nine, so I got a partial success. Yeah, Unless so I think... Oh, yeah. I rolled a three. I should say that for the audience. I, I think for, uh, for Severus, you are going to, you're going to get out of the way, but you're going to 
trip and fall over, and so you're going to take a minus one forward on your next action, or okay. you're going to drop something important. Yeah, I think I'll just take the minus one. Okay, okay. Uh, so yeah, you're going to take a minus one going forward, and see, you, you see Severus kind of try and jump out of the way, but this monster uh, comes out uh, from an odd angle on you. You just don't quite see it in time. It takes you at your legs, uh, and you get a cut on your leg for two harm. Uh, it takes you out and like knocks you knocks you over i'm I'm imagining like a tackle from behind the knees kind of situation mm -hmm. uh, but it, it hits you so fast that you don't quite see what it is or where it's going hmm. yeah i mean i would get up and run towards towards it or after it if i can it's running around you guys it seems like it's hunting oh, you specifically mm -hmm. so i can't really attack it until i locate it in a way here Oh, I was going to ask if I can read a bad situation. Yeah, please. All right. Take it with that, that minus one because you're knocked to the floor. Oh, no. That's a four. Um, I think Severus is still stunned. Yeah. On uh, It doesn't really give a specific thing on a, a failure for a read a bad situation. So, yeah, I, I think you just you try and gather some information uh, and you just you just don't. Uh, it's it's moving too fast, uh, but it is going to come at you now severus uh and maybe you see it a little better it looks like it almost looks like something walking on its hands but there's just so much black hair everywhere uh it's coming directly for severus uh Sieb, you might see this out of like the the corner of your eye um yeah i would like to i think i would like to try to use magic um and I'm going to borrow a page out of the Ari Green playbook, and uh, I'm going to try and trap a specific person, minion, or monster. I start to draw runes of the Fey variety in the air with my chalk, um, and I'm going to try and manipulate the uh, tree roots in the forest to come up and grab this, whatever this is, before it gets to Severus. Oh yeah, roll it. Give us those beautiful bean footage. All right, so that's a nine. What is your glitch? Um, I can try to help out um, to get you to a ten if you would like. Okay. How would you help with magic? Um, I think I think Severus like kind of taps into what you're doing and might mimic the moves. Cool. If that works for the keeper, it works for me. Yeah, I think that that's very cool. So yeah, you open yourself up to the dangers because you got a nine on your help out, but that puts Sieb up to uh, the full effect. I think that what this would probably look like is Sieb, you're, you're drawing the ruins in air uh, and Severus sees this and his eyes start to glow that familiar green. And at the tip of your finger, you have a green light kind of gather and you start tracing out the ruins in air with your hand. Oh, I like I like the thought because when I draw the when I draw mine, they are like this dark shade of purple, and his would be green. So it's like I like the colors working together here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. glowing yeah, in, the, in the air. Yeah, so we see this green and purple light uh, diffuse into the ground, and then push roots up around the arms of this monster and hold it in place. That was uh, that was very intense, and Severus is gonna stand up and like be dusting himself off, but he's his suit is so muddy right now. Uh, Steve would start walking closer to the monster now that it's trapped, and he's gonna try and figure out what it is if he's ever seen anything like this before. Yeah, rule uh, investigate a mystery. Ooh, nice. 12. 
All right. So what do you want to ask? Uh, I think I'm going to go ahead and give you both of mine um, with regards to this creature. What can it do and what can hurt it? No, actually, you know what? I'm going to do. I'm, I did the both the wrong questions. <laughs> I've had it, I've had so many Skittles. My brain is uh, firing in different directions. Uh, what sort of creature is it and what was it going to do is what I want my questions to be. So you can tell, uh, you, you look it over and you realize you, you get the full picture of this and it looks like a woman, uh, but she doesn't have any lower half of her. She's cut off at the, the midsection uh, and she has these long, long arms and gnarled hands and claws uh, and just this long, long dark hair that covers most of what is left of her body. And you can tell that this is a teketeke. Uh, it, it's a Japanese yokai that's known for haunting roadways and coming after travelers. Um, and so that that is what this creature is. Now, uh, your other question, it was, what can it do? Uh, what was it going to do? What was it going to do? It was going to try and disembowel you. <laughs> Great. I'm sensing a theme with some of these monsters here. You know what? It, it, yeah, yeah, that is. I didn't notice that. But yeah, that is a thing specifically with a lot of Japanese cryptids is disembowelment. Well, I'm getting the sense that um, this Teke Teke was sent here to delay us, so we should... Well, it's a yokai, correct? Yeah, I believe so, yes. If my understanding is correct, it's, uh, it's a form of uh, spirit, so perhaps um, perhaps I can exercise it to go back where it came from. Um, and I'm wanting to use magic on this. Yeah, go for it. All right. I there we go. Awesome. So uh, I want to banish it from um the place it inhabits all right yeah what does this look like um i think um i think severus puts his hand on the the teke teke's head and um eyes light up and he says return and um it would just like go in a green flash yeah yeah it's it's all wrapped up in these these roots and you put your hand on its forehead uh and it gnarls and struggles against you and then there's a green flash and it's gone let's move back over to uh to meadow and troy uh hey guys hi <laughs> so meadow and, troy, uh, meadow and troy step back out of the curtained area uh and the shopkeeper says okay um are you gonna are you gonna buy anything are you gonna pay for that you're gonna charge us for what? I'm going to charge you if you don't buy anything in my shop after coming in here and using it for your own purposes. Hello, hi. <laughs> my name is John. Hi, John. Troy takes out a five hundred dollar bill and says, "This will um, uh, this will pay for the ink stains." <laughs> Oh, no. <laughs> Thank you very much. I'm just going to keep that. Okay, what can I do for this lovely exhibitionist couple? Mito just walks off to look at the weirs leaving Troy to deal with the shopkeeper. <laughs> Troy, it's your party. <laughs> uh, um, uh, well, we actually came here. My, my friend over here had a... Uh, spent some time here when it was a club, and she kind of, uh, I think he's thinking through the moment where he thinks about it, like, 
I mean, um, their grandmother had been here and had told them some stories about the history of the building and um, my cat died and she wanted she wanted to make me feel better and I um what <laughs> okay, sure. at this point Mido will come back with some kind of knickknack like something pretty and she'll put it down she goes I'd like to buy this for my friend Marie how much uh that oh oh you got you got the the quartz crystal uh, that's very good uh, that's nice for uh, focusing your energy I'm sure that you probably want a lot of that oh uh, yeah that'll be twenty dollars okay she and she just pulls a random amount of money out of her dress and sticks it on the counter okay I think actually I just realized there's something I could do that could make this a little easier. And I, I'm I'm sorry I keep on using this. No, it's fine. It's <laughs> fine. Gonna... It's it's there. It's a tool in your toolbox. Use it. I'm gonna borrow the move the site from the spooky playbook and take a look around. Okay, so uh, Troy has a kind of glaze come over his eyes, uh, and he looks around this pawn shop, uh, and he doesn't see anything unusual about the shopkeeper, other than the fact that he is very confused at this mm-hmm. this couple who has just ran into his shop had a fair amount of fun and then decided to bribe him not to call the police. Uh, But you do see uh, along the floor, uh, there are some traces of magic there. If you look at it like a wider pattern, uh, it looks like a spell had previously been done here. Uh, And then as you look around more, you see that there are traces of magic in the air uh, and behind the counter, there's there's an object that has a lot of magic focused on it, and it looks like an ornate, gilded claw. Oh yeah, Jason, I just realized the site. I do have to roll. It's an investigate a mystery roll. Ah, okay. Well, we'll we'll just do that for free then. <laughs> I think it's investigate a mystery if you intend to use it to investigate a mystery. Oh 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 yeah. That then that's what I'm going to do then. <laughs> You're right. It gives you more opportunity to spot clues when you investigate. Well, mm, mm, good, good. It's a good time here in this <laughs> unfortunate pawn shop owner's house. Yeah. Uh, not his house. This is this is his shop. Unless he he lives above. In we man, we are making a narrative for Jonathan here. Uh, <laughs> let's dive into his backstory real quick and talk hey. about his history. Uh, living here in Monterey Bay. No, let's not do that. I think uh, you you focus on this dragon claw and you see magic gathering around it. And then you realize that you can see that without using your sight. Uh, and there's a flash of blue light and it is literally a bull in a china shop kind of situation. <laughs> uh, except it is a large lion-esque creature uh, with wings on its back that comes crashing through these shelves and is staring the both of you down. Uh, and Jonathan, understandably, is very upset by this. Uh, and, and I think he gets his shotgun out from underneath his uh, his counter and tries to fire off a shot at this creature. Mido smell anything demonic or devilly? It's not a move, it's just flavor for Mido. 
Yeah, I think I think you wouldn't smell anything uh anything sulfurish. Okay. Sulfur. Um, I don't know what the adjective version of involving sulfur would be. <laughs> <laughs> sulfurous? Yeah, I think you were right the first time. Let's let's say that sulfuric? I was. Let's say let's say that I was right just like, always. Like sul- like sulfur- You're the keeper. You're always right. Of like course. sulfuric acid? <laughs> oh uh, no. That burns. Maybe. I think, I think it's how you... I'm not sure. I don't know. Who knows? Unsure. But yeah, it uh, takes a shot off at this lying creature, and that just kind of pisses it off, and so now it's trying to uh, kind of come directly for uh, the guy who just shot him. Uh, and so he's... The, the lying creature spreads its wings and flaps and is rushing forward, trying to get at Jonathan and Meadow and Troy, you guys are in the way. So what are you going to do? Meadow will step out of the way because, um, yeah, he shot, he provoked it. This is on him. He can deal with it himself. (laughs) My God. Uh, Troy? I am going to use, what in my opinion, I'm going to borrow from another playbook. I feel like he's going to hop and kick off of the counter in a flashy mat and make a flashy... A showy entrance into a dangerous situation as he uh, tries to kind of stomp on the then a kick up and stomp on it because I'm using the big entrance. Noise. Cool. When you make a showy entrance into a dangerous situation, roll plus cool. On the ten plus, everyone stops and watch and listens. And it it says it's an opening speech, but I've always figured this is always just doing something show showy. Yeah, we can take that. Or on a 7-9, you pick one person or monster to stop, watch, or listen. On a miss, you mark yourself as the biggest threat to all every, all enemies that are present. Yeah, yes, roll that for yes. me. And uh, Meadow, I need you to roll and act under pressure to get out of the way. <laughs> we, we both failed by the looks of things. Oh wonderful, God. wonderful. So I think what happens is this creature catches you, Troy, midair with one of its claws and just slams you down into the ground for two harm and pins you under its leg. And uh, Meadow, you get shoulder checked by this lionish being uh, and it sends you over the counter. You take one harm and you are now like knocked over the counter. You're going to take a minus one going forward. Okay, I, I have like divine armor. So just where I bounce off of... Whatever bounces off me, it kind of like a little flash of light because I've got like invisible armor. Oh, yeah, nice. So just the minus one, was it ongoing or forward? Just forward. Troy, you are pinned underneath the paw of this creature and uh, the lion creature is definitely taking notice of you because it thinks that you are its biggest threat here. So it's going to try and take you out first. I am. I actually have. I have been borrowing for another playbook again. Troy's eyes kind of just um, start to glow, and his chest kind of like separates. I'm going to use burn everything. When you use magic to inflict harm, you choose to inflict uh, three harm area magic obvious or three harm ignore armor magic obvious. Cool. So I'm behind the counter. I'm safe, right? We'll see. Well, I'm going with the second option. So ignore armor. <laughs> Dang, it's going to be a bang and burn. All right, it's going to make success. All right, so what's your glitch? Okay, I glitch is... I will say that you can't get it to focus more on you. Yeah, I guess I'm going to take the harm, ignore uh, armor. So what does what does this burst of magical energy look like for you? His chest kind of just rips apart and explodes into tentacles upward, which is why I thought it was so funny what happened earlier with Meadow. 
this metal has seen this before. It's oh, gross. Really I hate metal. that. Uh, it's, <laughs> I'm, I'm showing it in its details. <laughs> I'm getting the uh, the image of, do you guys remember Men in Black? Uh, the first mission that uh, Will Smith's character is on is uh, there is an alien woman giving birth on like the freeway. Uh, <laughs> and he opens up the door and like, looks in and we just see it like a shot from uh behind the like woman's perspective of tentacles just flying out and like flinging will smith away <laughs> that's the kind of idea that i'm seeing for what's going on with troy right now uh so you deal was it three harm three harm ignore armor Awesome. So you deal three harm to this uh, gigantic lion-like creature, uh, and it flings it up into the ceiling, uh, and it uses its wings to kind of adjust uh, and land back down. It is crouching, and it is uh, looking directly at Troy and ready to pounce. But first, let's move over to Seeb and Severus. Hi, guys. What's going on? And that's when I discovered the city of Atlantis. No, I'm kidding. (laughs) (laughs) Every time we cut back, we miss part of a conversation. (laughs) Uh, Yeah, so we've just exercised um, the... the, um, Teke-teke. yeah. We need to find whatever brought this this ghoul here. I I couldn't agree more. Um, See here, what would... um, Investigate a mystery, maybe? Uh, or yeah. perhaps a read a bad situation, I think. Uh, it's the same stat either way, so <laughs> we'll, we'll figure out what questions you want to ask <laughs> and go ahead and roll it. Uh, I mean, I think we'd probably just be wanting to know, like, um, like where did it go? More of like, where did it come from? Yeah, or what is being concealed here? I think that investigative mystery probably would serve you the best currently. Yep, yep. Um, I can also... Oof. Uh, I can help, help out. out. Yeah. Okay. I can try anyway. I mean, if not, like, I'll level up. Yeah, you guys that. are getting stacked oh, from yeah. this mystery. Right. I keep forgetting cool. to yeah. do experience. Um, Don't if forget you, that. If you look under your look, um, there should be like a carrot for hunter move references. And you can yeah. just click the dice for all of those. Yeah. Oh, cool. Okay. Oh, but I failed. Ooh. Awesome. We level up. Uh we, but I do. We do both level up. Yeah. I leveled up too, by the way. Nice. Wonderful, wonderful. Uh, decide what you're taking for your levels, because I mean, we might we might do more things with your characters, and that would be fun. That would be fun. <laughs> oh, more things with Mita. Yeah, you asked for it. <laughs> Literally, I'm I'm not against it ever. <laughs> uh... Okay, uh, I had a move in mind, and um, oh. Um, I think come back to me for the move because yeah, I think uh, investigative mystery failures are always the one that I struggle the most uh, with figuring out. But I, th- I think I have an idea here. I-, I think you're going to get some information, but there's going to be some some hard moves coming your way. So you you start looking around and you want to know uh, where the teke teke came from. Perhaps I think what you see is it, it's a little dimmer right now. I, th- I think it's probably nighttime where you're at at this point, because we kind of started this mystery during the day. Um, I, I think it's starting to get really dark now and you start seeing that blue light pulsing off in the distance, indicative of like the previous blue lights that you had been seeing involved with the portals. Uh, well, I suppose we should check that out. Indeed. And I head that way. Yeah, I'm going with, of course. I have decided, by the way, to take Immortal. 
So when I Ooh. suffer harm, I suffer one harm less. Nice. Oh, yeah, and I don't age or sicken. Fits with my character's lore. Yeah, it works very well with what you already have established. That's wonderful. I love it. Uh, yeah, so you guys make your way through the woods, and you see uh, across the way uh, this this light gathering and pulsing, uh, and you see the branch of a cherry blossom tree uh, that's in full bloom. And, and this is strange to you, to say the least, because one, cherry blossom trees are not native to this area. Uh, it, it's completely detached from another tree. And also, cherry blossom season is only like four weeks in March in Japan. In the Northern Hemisphere. Yeah, in the Northern Hemisphere. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, yeah, it's it's unusual to say the least. Uh, and then there's also the fact that it's it's glowing, uh, which might tip you off like, hmm, there's something odd here. Uh, yeah, I think you guys walk up on it. Uh and then you hear the click of a gun behind Severus's head. Uh, you, you hear like the hammer get pulled down uh, and someone says, OK, OK, I don't know who you are or how you got here or why you want this, but I can't allow you to continue traipsing around. over to Meadow Uh-oh. and Troy. Rude. That's rude. Um, <laughs> I just want to say um, I did find the move that I want to take and yeah. I'm I'm going to take the power of heart from the mundane. Ooh, so you get an automatic help out with combat. Yep. Uh, yep, because Severus isn't a fighter, but... Uh, he's a he's lover, to... just like his mother. Okay, I hate, yeah. I hate it. <laughs> Severus is becoming a great support class. Yeah. Yeah, Yeah, I'm loving it. Yeah, so Meadow and Troy, uh, this creature is uh, looking you down in this pawn shop. There is a glowing claw, glowing gilded claw uh, behind the counter where Meadow is. Meadow, you're on the floor. What's up? Meadow, what are you going to do? Like, I guess Meadow's lying supine at the moment and she looks up and sees the glowing claw and thinks, huh. So I guess she'll get up and get the glowing claw and then survey what the fuck's going on in the shop floor. Like, so, where did the guy with the gun go? Oh, the guy with the gun is also behind the counter with you. You, you, would, you would know that. But if you want to roll, read a bad situation or investigate a mystery, you are more than welcome to. I... I think that Troy is assessing the situation because he's he he's taken a few hits. He's unstable, and he's going to try. He's thinking that it's um he it's a good idea to try to protect the victim here. <laughs> I wrote a six with my minus oh, no. one forward for read a bad situation. All right, so we'll deal with that in a second. Troy, uh, are you also going to yeah investigate a bad situation? <laughs> <laughs> oh, nice. Okay, cool. So what questions are you wanting to ask? Um, well, I think the biggest one is, are there any dangers we haven't noticed? Hmm, I think as you're looking around and you're seeing the the lionish creature starting to make its way towards you, you see that glow gathering out of the corner of your eye, uh, and you know from experience that the more that magic 
uh, focuses, the more likely it is that a portal is going to open up. Uh, and so that's the danger that maybe you hadn't taken into account yet. Meadow's just so distracted by the inner tentacles that are being revealed by Troy that she's just having a flashback to just a few moments ago. <laughs> she's uh, she's oh. lost in perhaps fond memories. Um. Oh, jeez. Oh, God. <laughs> Uh, hey, I believe Kyle, I had to come up with why she didn't do very good for this. <laughs> uh, Troy, you have two more questions unless you want to act on something. Um, oh, I forget. I keep on forgetting it's three questions. Um, what's what's their best way out in that game? Like the shopkeeper out of the day out of the. Well, I guess that would be more best way to protect the victims. I mean, the best way to protect the victims is uh, getting this creature under control uh sands that getting them out of the shop and and the front door is maybe 15 feet to the left can you refresh my memory when we got the shell um and that portal opened was there anything we did to open the portal or did it just do it by itself it just did it by itself okay that's not to say that you couldn't try and activate the portal uh but that would be a use magic roll i think or maybe just a weird role in general. I think probably just a weird role. Yeah, not my forte. Okay. Um, I think my last question is. You know, well, hmm, I I can't really find. Well, I guess what's most vulnerable to me? What's most vulnerable to you in regard to the in regard to the creature, or in regard to uh, just the situation in general? Um. Yeah, he's trying to figure out if it's better to try to open the portal or try to force force the um, creature where he can see the glow coming in hopes that it'll it'll go back out through the portal, if that makes sense. Yeah, I think that the the answer to what is most vulnerable to you in that situation is definitely the the claw, uh, because you remember how Savardi destroyed the previous totem. Uh, and inside of that, uh, you think that it would be possible for you to maybe manipulate what's going on to get this lion creature out of your hair and away from uh the, the downtown area because like if you don't take care of it soon it might escape this pawn shop now here's the question do i summon shiaza jr or shiaza jr meadow what are you uh doing in this situation i feel like it's been long enough I think Mado would have just tried to shove the guy behind the counter all the way down behind the counter, and then she leaps over it and reaches out with the dragon's claw and just kind of wiggles it around like, activates some Harry Potter-type Latin words to activate. I, I think that could be a, a, a role plus weird. <laughs> I think the magic has been convalescing long enough, and you've been you're holding the claw now. Seven. She okay, just put okay. it around a bit, hoping it would activate on its own. So uh, the magic gathers in and then discharges around you, and I'm going to say it's it's going to take in Meadow and Troy and this creature in front of you. Uh, where are you wanting to go? Well, I did see through all of the doors, right? So would I yeah. be able to put two and two together with which door this one would have gone through? I think that would be an investigative mystery because you would need to know 
where this creature comes from in the first place. You can go ahead and roll that while you're in this space. I rolled another seven, Keeper. Okay. What is the question that you want to ask? I, I assume maybe what sort of creature is it? Sure. Okay. I I think you would you would know uh, from looking at this creature, it would look very familiar to you uh, because maybe you've seen a lot of movies and you've seen a lot of things that are based in China or you've seen a lot of uh, temples uh, because this is one of the temple guardians. This is a Quanqui. I hope I'm pronouncing that correctly, but it, it is a lion with like uh, a, a set of wings. It's normally a protector of its environment. And so it is still kind of bearing down on you guys but you would know like oh okay this is this is something that belongs in china and so you are you are now in the pathway and you know where you're wanting to go uh you just have to get this creature to go there also okay do i know what they eat they normally eat long-haired people Okay, well, Mira will just kind of flash her long hair around, whip her hair around, and be like, here, kitty, 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 to try and coerce it in the right direction. Mm, yeah. Do I have to manipulate, or is that not possible because no, it's uh, not a person? Yeah. yeah, no, I think that that would, that would be fine. It would it would turn its attention to you and uh, start coming at you. And so if you're, you're running into the pathway, then that would yeah, be yeah. what it is. Skipping. Skipping into the pathway. Skipping, skipping always, skipping always and forever. Pretty much. Uh, yeah, I assume, Troy, you're coming along? Yeah. Okay, cool. So you guys r- run down the pathway uh, towards this area, and you come out, out of the side of this large stone wall, and this conqui comes with you. Okay, and we go through that door? Uh, yeah, are you trying to now, like, go back? Sure. Okay. Uh, I think, I think that... we need to destroy the totem, though, right? Yeah, we need to we need to destroy the. It will cut off the gate. Uh, uh, I I I got an idea. Um, I think Troy kind of he kind of switches his head and just makes his tentacles grow long longer long just <laughs> to make him look like he has even longer hair than metal. As Mido fans herself. To tr- try to attract the creature, and he goes. He just looks over. Uh, Meadow goes goes through. I'll I'll fall after, but uh, I I think I can keep it keep it in here. But I um I don't want to try. We gotta get back to the others. Okay. And that here song from the sixties or seventies is playing in the background. Just they fling the gear and tentacles around. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so if you're going to try and. Uh, get to the other side of this portal, get the Quanqui to follow you, and then quickly dip back in past it to go home. I think you're going to have to roll act under pressure. Okay, I can do that. Both of us or one of us? Uh, Maybe just one of you and the other can stand by to maybe help out. Okay, I'm going to make success. Cool. So you're going to get through the portal, but the Quanqui is going to get a slash at you. Uh, or you're going to drop something important, uh, or your one of you is going to be left to deal with this Quanqui by themselves. Mido can stay behind. She's got an out. Um, I've got this. Don't worry. Save yourself. Yeah, that's not Troy's nature. I I think um, drop something important makes sense because mm-hmm. I, I, I it wouldn't be in Troy's nature to. Um, leave someone behind he's too much 
He's too much of a cape, despite his horrifying appearance and powers and general personality. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I think that, Troy, you, you make it through, and you usher Meadow through uh, the portal, and you're on your way back, but uh, the concrete just barely catches you, and it doesn't do any damage to you, but does cut uh, your belt a little, and you end up losing the your magnum. And the holster and everything to that as you're going through the portal and it's lost. Uh, but you do make it back to the other side where you came from uh, and you're back in the pawn shop. So let's move back over to uh, Steve and Severus. Severus, you have a gun pointed at the back of your head. Well, uh, I uh, don't suppose you want to talk about this. No, no, I, I really, I really don't feel like talking about it so much as I want you out of my business. Well, perhaps I could help you. I'm, I'm a very magical being. I'm sure we could work something out. I can roll manipulate someone. If you yeah, want. that's, that's definitely a, uh, manipulate someone. <laughs> you came to the wrong house. Um, if I could Flash just find your it. eyelashes. Yeah. Okay. It doesn't always mean that. <laughs> oh, uh... All right, I got a seven. Okay, so on a seven for that manipulate, uh, you're going to have to do something right now to show them that you mean it. So you're offering you're offering your assistance to this person. So what are you going to do to uh, try and let them know that you you want to maybe help them out? Well, um, I can I can demonstrate some of my power to show you how it works. Mm -mm. I think. I think we're going to have to do a little bit of a field test. Your friend over here seems a little bit jumpy, and he uh, kind of gestures towards Seeb. So why don't you tie him up the way that you did that teke teke? All right. Um, I can do that, but, uh, well, th the way it works is I have to know a secret from you. That's that's how I was able to do it from uh, my companion here. Uh, he, he had told me a secret, and... That gave us a bond, and I could use some magic. I, I need to know one of your secrets. Mm, mm, I, I understand. Uh, I, I don't work for just one group. Who do you work for? Now, I think that's a little above your pay grade. I'm afraid it's going to have to be if you wanted to see the demonstration. Mm. One of the people I work for, they're called the Brotherhood of the Dusk. Okay. Uh... I am not going to do negligible price. Um, I just wanted to see if I could get him to do it. Uh, I'm going <laughs> to try to use magic um, to see if it'll work. No. That's a six. Um, I mean, I could try to help out the way you help me, but I don't um, know if that's going to maybe make this guy <laughs> shoot you because of, because I'm moving. Yeah. Uh, no, I think I'm going to take the, the L on that one. Yeah, sure. I, th I think what would be... Like, I know that this is a, a failure of use magic. Uh, and at the same time, this is something that you don't actually want to do so much. Mm -hmm. So I think uh, for this specific case, it's going to work too well. Oh, no. And oh. an entire tree is going to come up out of the ground uh, from under Seab and wrap its roots and branches around his arms and legs. And Seeb, you're going to drop your sword. Cool. I'm so sorry. I, I don't <laughs> say that in character. I'm, I'm saying I, I'm so sorry. I only apologize when he's dead. <laughs> right. <laughs> Which might be soon. Uh, <laughs> um, 
I think Severus is going to say, can I turn around now? Uh, and this this man says, uh, yes, I think that'll be very good. And you hear the hammer uh, of the gun go back to its neutral position as he puts it away. Um, I'm going to turn around and look him in the eyes. And um, is he a normal human? Do you have something like the sight that would tell you that normally? Uh, no, it's... Um... It's going to be uh, the monstrous move Mental Dominion, which is uh, one of my moves. Uh, it's whenever I gaze into a normal human's eyes and exert my will over them, I can roll plus charm. Yeah, I think that that would count then. Yeah. Okay. Um, you want me to go ahead and roll? Yeah, please. All right. Here goes nothing. All right. I got, an, I got a nine. And uh, so I get one hold. Mm, and you get to give them one order. I think Severus's his eyes turn green as he looks into this man's eyes and he says, stop moving completely. Yeah. And Harker just freezes there and you, you see not a um, muscle is twitching on his body. He almost looks like he just shut down entirely. Mm, right. And he'll um, he'll go to Sieve and uh, try to free him from the, the branches. I'm terribly sorry gun. about that. What was that? Get the gun. <laughs> yeah, no, that's not where Severus' mind went. He he's like, oh no, I, I tied up the the only competent fighter. Uh, okay, I got held so out with this first. Continue. Yeah. Severus, no. do you want to give us that uh, line one more time? I, I'm terribly sorry about that, Zeb. Uh, I just I, I had to get to a look in his eye. You understand, yeah? You did. You did what you had to do. I appreciate that, an ally. Um, do I need to do anything to to free him? Uh. It's your magic. You control it. I don't feel like I would. It, it okay. would be necessary to make you roll to undo something that you have control over. Okay. Um, yeah. Then I think Severus is gonna pull back the the branches, and then he's gonna take the guy's gun. I pick up my sword. Obviously. Wonderful. All right. Well, um, are you prepared to uh, interrogate this individual? Hmm. I would like to do that very much. Kind of dusting myself off from being held by the vines with my own type of trick. Uh, then Severus is, uh, he'll like have the gun pointed at the guy and his eyes will light up again and he'll say, all right, you are free. Now, I believe it's time you start answering some of our questions. Mm, I think that th that's a good moment to shift over to Meadow and Troy and see what's going on with them. And then we'll get back to your interrogation. So Meadow and Troy, you are back in the pawn shop. Jonathan is still here, shaken, uh, clearly upset uh, with what's going on. Uh, Meadow, you have the dragon claw in your hand. Uh, and oh, you're, no, you're I'm not. Back. I put it away somewhere. Okay. <laughs> you, you've, uh, you've, you're back from your, your little trip to China. So what's going on? Did you have Meadow, a nice vacation? Yeah, Meadow will be all like talking to the guy behind the counter like, man... You took some really bad acid. I don't know why you started firing your weapon at your shop. Mm, and is this a move that you're activating? Nah. <laughs> <laughs> he says, oh, no, I, 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 I don't do acid. I haven't done this stuff in years. What's, what are you talking about? Why was there that... In my shop, what is going on? Where? What happened to that that thing that was glowing? What thing? It was Maybe it was a claw I picked up off the street vacation. last night. Maybe you need a vacation. You sort of look like you're having a mental breakdown. 
I would like to ask you to roll uh, manipulate someone <laughs> to gaslight this man. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's a four. He says, "I all right, get out. Get out or I'm calling the cops. Okay. And now she skips. Troy sheepishly follows, mumbling about how he mumbles himself. Oh, I had two payments left on that gun, too. <laughs> and you, you see uh, Jonathan starting to reach for his cell phone as you guys walk out the door. Okay, Mito will just head back to Troyota and, you know, fondly pat the hood. And Troyota <laughs> pipes up and says, I saw, I saw what happened from the window. What, what was that thing? Oh, just a temple guardian. I think we should go back to the beach now. You guys get a lot of temple guardians in pawn shops these days? No, no, they they usually end up on the outside of libraries more often than anything. Mm, mm, sick. Ghostbusters reference. Love it. Joy, uh... <laughs> <laughs> like, double takes and goes, wait, how do you know what Ghostbusters is? You're a car. Uh, <laughs> yeah, but I've seen some movies. It's a classic. <laughs> okay, How? If you a guys... drive through <laughs> He has a DVD player in the back seat. Didn't you notice? It is a van, so yes. Yes, he does. That, that just has more questions. We can't, people can't see inside themselves. I, let's just go. I am a car. Beep, beep. <laughs> You're a very, very good car. Let's go to the beach. Let's go to the beach, beach. Okay. Uh, if you guys are going back towards the beach, uh, we're going to move back to Sieb and Severus. Hi, guys. Hey, I'm going to push. I'm going to put the blade of my sword up to this dude's neck in a threatening manner. You better start uh, talking. Mm, straight to business. I like you. Can't say the feeling's mutual. Okay. What? What? What do you want? Why are you even here? You can't just keep. You can't just keep throwing monsters from where they belong into other other places. It's it ain't right, and it ain't safe, and it's causing problems. Mm, I I see where you are coming from, and I understand. I simply just don't agree because I can do whatever I want to get whatever I want. What is it that you want? What are you doing here? I want information. I want knowledge. And sometimes you have to crack a few eggs to be able to make the proverbial omelet. I think the eggs that's about to get cracked is you, my friend. <laughs> we'll see. We'll see. Severus, like, cocks the gun hammer back and just aims at the guy's gonads. Like, at, yeah. And he's just like, we will see. Is there mm. anything else you wanted to ask him, Mr. Seep? We need to know. We need to know how to reverse this. Mm, reverse. Reverse the portal. That was something that I was working on. I think, well, if you don't have all the totems, there's no stabilizing it. That's what I am here for. But if you want to reverse it, I'm afraid I don't know. There just needs to be more experiments to be done. Why are you doing this? Because I get paid very, very well to do this. By the Sons of Dusk? <laughs> no, no, the Brotherhood, uh, while uh, being nice to work for, they don't always let me loose the way that other people will, and they don't have the right information for me. 
So who else are you working for? Oh, very, very well. They like to call themselves the children of Lilith. I don't know if that rings a bell for either of you or not. Um, should is there a role you want us to do to see if it would? Uh, I don't know if that is something that would be like in your interconnected lore. Because this is like a lot of this is involved with like the lore of specifically like Memester of the Week. Okay. Uh, History so, check. <laughs> yeah, it, it, <laughs> yeah. It's, it's very much a thing of like, it depends on what you, what you know and how involved you want that to be. Um, oh, I can roll sharp to see, okay. to see what I know, because I have a zero sharp. So this will be fun. Uh, I got an eight. Yeah. I mean, like, I think Severus with your, your history, you've been around for a very long time. You, you know, of the myriads, you know, of, uh, various cryptids. Uh, and so the, the name Lilith would ring a bell to you, uh, because it is largely referred to as like the progenitor of monsters and myriads and fae i know lilith the mother of monsters so you're working for for myriads you could say that we have an arrangement and i think at that point you're going to see harker's eyes glow a little and then you hear something approaching quickly from the side uh, Mr. Tate, I, uh, I believe somebody has outlived his welcome. Um, if you want to do the honors, I, I can assist. We're, we're just going to kill him. Yes. He's, he's presented a very real threat to the world. And, uh, I would sleep better at night knowing that he can't do hurt anyone else. Isn't he, isn't this man human? Human or monster doesn't matter. He's evil. I think at that moment, out of the underbrush, uh, something is going to tackle you, Severus. Oh, Troy. Parker is going to roll and start to run. Um, I think can Severus try to shoot at him blindly? Yeah, yeah. Uh, take your shot. I think that would be a kick smash. Yeah, yeah. Which I already have a negative one in, so this is going to be fun. By fun, I mean it's not going to go well. Oh, I got a nine. Okay, on a nine, you deal damage to each other. I don't know how much damage his gun does. Yeah, you could have the whatever tackled Severus the damage yeah. to. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah, you you get your shot off and you hear him cry out a little as it connects, uh, but he keeps going. And you are going to take two harm uh as this creature wraps its arms and legs around the upper half of your body and starts to try and choke you. Oh joy. Uh well, I am now unstable. Mm-hmm. Good, good, very good. Seeb, you haven't had an opportunity just yet. I'm going to sort of look back and forth, trying to figure out if I should chase the scientist or help my companion, who might most certainly die here, and decide the best course of action is to leap on this thing and try to uh, wrench it from, uh, from Severus here. Okay, so are you trying to go for a protect someone or a kick some ass or an act under pressure? All of those could be valid moves here. I I mean, I wouldn't be opposed to kick some ass, but I also feel like I my main goal is to get it off of Severus. So protect someone might work best here. Yeah, yeah. Um, and in that case, I think I'm going to, well, no, I'm not going to use never again. I'm going to go, I'm just going to go for a success here. That is tough. 
Nice. Nice. All right. And I'm going to choose the option suffer little harm. Very good. Very good. So you you wrench this creature off of Severus and throw it to the ground and you get a decent look at it. It almost looks like a human, but it's very malnourished and it seems to have these large flaps of skin between its arms and its legs connecting them. Think Gollum, but with like web wings. Oh, wow. Go after Harker. I'll hold this thing off. With pleasure. And Severus is going to sprint after uh, Harker. Wonderful. I think that that's a good way to cut back to our other group. Hey, uh, Meadow and Troy, you're in the Troyota, and you guys are going back to the beach. Uh, What do you want to do? The wheels on the bus go around and... Oh! (laughs) Love the tone shift. It's like that. Uh, it's like that scene in the Amazing Spider-Man one when Spider-Man and the Lizard are fighting, and they bust into the library, and Stan Lee is there, and he's just listening to music as everything is going to shit in the background. Is there any Jimi Hendrix on your phone? Uh-huh. The Toyota pipes up and says, "Oh, Hendrix! I love that guy." He immediately changes the radio station. You hear Voodoo Child playing in the background. And Meadow just starts dancing in his seat. Troy looks down at his phone and he goes, "It hacked my phone." <laughs> you you hacked my phone. You don't you don't t- t- touch a nerd's phone, Tro- Troyota. He hangs it back and like kind of like cradles it away <laughs> protectively. This is your fault for having Bluetooth on. I, I, Troy's head kind of like twitches, like he's having an aneurysm, <laughs> trying to follow the logic there of how mm. Bluetooth. He instantly makes the car a hacker. If Bluetooth's on, it does make you a bit more hackable, but sure. <laughs> I'm in. Beep, beep. Yeah. Doot, doot. <laughs> Troy's like, I don't like this car anymore. Why did it have to take, why did it have to take my name? So uh, the Troyota and Troy and Meadow, you guys are going back to the beach. So what? what is your intention? What are you wanting to do back at the beach? I guess we're looking for the missing Kappa. Unless, do we remember where um, Severus and Seb were going? Because I don't think we agreed to meet up anywhere afterwards, did we? No, I don't think you guys agreed to meet up anywhere, but uh, you know that they were uh, off in the woods near uh, that area, near that area where you were parked initially. Maybe instead of going to the beach, we should go to the woods? Yeah, I think Troy would bring bring up that we should probably probably find the others. Uh, never, Never know what what uh old seed can get into uh cool so i think you guys pull up to the side of the road where you left seeb and severus and you start heading into the woods uh we can cue up the musical number and we'll shift back (laughs) we'll shift back over to let's say let's shift back over to seeb real quick you are staring down this creature that you just pulled off of severus as he runs off yeah i channel magic through my sword, which kind of glows where the runes are, and I'm going to try and uh, kick this thing's ass. All right, go for it. Mm. I rolled an eight. Good. So how much harm do you do? Um, Let's see. My sword mechanically is actually the enchanted dagger, so it does two harm. Wonderful. Magic, if that matters. Yeah, so you stab into uh, this creature that's on the ground. Uh, and it writhes and takes a claw up and slashes across your face for one harm. Okay, my armor blocks it. Cool. And then it wriggles away and rolls out from under 
you and climbs up into the trees uh, and starts to kind of wander uh, around you. It is actively trying to hunt you now. Okay, so it's like off in the woods? Yeah, it's in the woods like surrounding you. Gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. If you look closely, you can see it flitting in between tree branch to tree branch, tree to tree. Mm-hmm. Am I <laughs> am I sort of in a clearing? Uh, a little one. A little one, I would say. Perfect. Um, I'm going to... Uh, trying to think something cool here. I'm going to try to use magic to banish... Um, I'm sorry, to... Where's the thing? Magic. There's so many things on magic. I'm trying to bar a place or portal um, to a specific type of creature, which would be this creature. Mm, okay. So I'm going to try and, like, keep it from getting closer to me. I'm trying to, like, kind of... Maybe I draw a rune on a nearby tree and the branches from it start flailing kind of uh, like the Whomping Willow and Harry Potter to like keep it from getting closer to me. Like if it leaps towards me, it's going to knock the thing away. Mm-mm, okay. Yeah. Go ahead and roll that for us. Wonderful. Ooh, 12. Wonderful. Yeah. So I think it does exactly that. You see the trees around you take on that purple glow from your magic uh, and they start moving their branches directly in the path of this creature. So it has to quickly like jump out of the way. Every time it tries to come in at you, it is going to be dissuaded uh, and its path is going to be blocked from getting to to you and uh, jumping back onto you. Let's move over to Severus. Severus, you are following quickly after Harker and trying to catch him. So can you roll a act under pressure roll to see if you can catch up? Yeah, sure thing. That's an 11. Nice. Yeah, nice. So I think uh, what happens is you see Harker in front of you and you see a blue glow starting to form around him, but you catch him just in time and you're able to tackle him and like push him to the ground. Uh, I want to roll him over and look into his eyes. Mm, Okay. And I'm going to do mental dominion again. Can we approach at this point? Yeah, I think at this point... uh, uh, Meadow and Troy, uh, you hear the commotion going on off to the side and you're able to uh, kind of catch up to uh, where Severus is with Harker. My uh, mental dominion got a nine. All right. So on a nine with mental dominion. Um, oh, yeah. You get uh, to hold one. So you get one order of whatever uh, you're asking. Uh, I'm going to look into his eyes and just uh, yell, reverse this, send them back, I command you. And Harker smiles and says, okay, 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 I'll do what you say. We need the totems. Uh, I think once Severus hears that, he's going to like let go of him and get up. That wasn't as interesting as I thought it was going to be. I, uh, I, I lost my composure there. Um, it's good to see you, um, Troy and, and, uh, Meadow. Uh, do you, did you have any success in your journey? Yes, we sent, um, a guardian temple home. I, I mean, a temple guardian home. Good. Uh, have you seen any of the totems? Oh, you mean like this? And she holds her hand out and the dragon claw just kind of appears. Yes, that would be one. Um, I also got you a, a, a gift and um, a mug from the pawn shop appears in your other hand. <laughs> what, what does the mug say? World's greatest son. Oh. No. <laughs> 
It, it says something like, oh, I can't think of anything off the top of my head. This is so embarrassing. World's best foxy grandpa. <laughs> I was thinking of it's it's a Johnny Metters podcast mug that somehow made its way out this way. <laughs> yeah, sure. It's a Johnny Metters podcast. It's a Meadler's mug. There we go. There you go. I love it. Oh, uh, that's that's very lovely. Um, <clears throat> Where's Seb? I got something for him too. He's back that way. We should probably go back and and assist him. Uh, you get back and Seb's just dead. <laughs> <laughs> Troy no. <laughs> hears this and takes off running. <laughs> you gotta save his only like you gotta save his friend. <laughs> I think Severus is definitely gonna be holding um is gonna be holding Harker at gunpoint. He's like, Alright, take us to the uh the cherry blossom tree. Alright, alright. It's back this way. Come on. And and Harker is leading you back. Uh Seeb, you are back in the uh the clearing there is this creature wandering around you uh but it's it's getting blocked off from being able to actually get at you what uh do you want to do i'm going to use i'm going to wait till it tries to get in through the branches that are whacking it away and i'm going to leap out of my own protection to attack it all right yeah that's a kick some ass if i've ever heard it indeed nine all right. So, yeah, I think what happens is you get a good, clean cut on this creature, but it does wrap its arms and legs around you, and it's trying to choke you out. Uh, so can you roll and act under pressure to try and get out of this thing's grasp? I can, and I rolled nine again. <laughs> All right, so you're going to get out of this thing's grasp, but you're going to drop your sword. Uh, you're going to drop your chalk, or you're going to kind of you're going to knock back against a tree and knock your head a little and you're going to get a little fuzzy and unfocused. So you're going to take a minus one going forward. I'll drop the sword. OK, so, yeah, you drop the sword uh, and this creature gets flung off of you and kind of scurries off again, waiting to make its next round. And I think at this point, uh, Troy, you would arrive on the situation with Harker and Meadow and severus following close behind oh troy wa watch out it's 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 this thing is uh it's a predator it's it keeps going off into the woods to stalk me from the darkness oh dang i think uh just be, um, be, be ready for it to strike at any moment uh troy kind of just nods um how bad is how bad does he look at the moment he is wounded but stable. He's got three harm. Okay, I think Troy just kind of nods as he kind of he kind of he kind of skids to a stop nearby and just looks around. Uh, and he's just like, "Well, oh, what's it look like? Just so I don't accidentally hit something that isn't it." Uh, you'll you'll know. It's got webbed arms, but it looks like a little impish little creature, humanoid. You'll know when you see it. Troy Ada would know. He's seen Lord of the Rings. It's gonna it's gonna try to strangle you with its hair or something. I think like Troy gets kinda like a wry smile and goes, It can try. It won't like it, but it can try. <laughs> Alright, yeah, I think at this point, um Meadow and Severus and Harker you would catch up. Uh there is still this creature stalking around. I think it's going to try and take a swipe at Meadow. It can try. <laughs> Uh, out, out from the underbrush, you see this thing 
like gliding at you from the branch of a tree. What do you want to do, Meadow? It's coming specifically from Meadow? Yes. Okay, um, what has she got in her hands? She'll bamf away the two items and instead replace them with her razor whip Mm -hmm. and attack with that. Okay, so roll kick some ass on this thing. That is a 12. Nice. Wonderful. So I think what happens is you see this thing coming right out of the corner of your eye and you just quickly flick your wrist up and the razor whip knocks it out of the air uh, and it is lying motionless on the ground. Oh, it's very messy. Well, that's, that's terrifying. Very, um, I panicked. Well, you're tougher. You're tougher than you look, I suppose. It was either that or the mug. <laughs> I I do appreciate that, and it will become my favorite mug. The creature's blood is on this piece of piece of filth's hands, and Severus will like just like kind of jab him with the pistol. And it's all on the forest floor and on that tree, and there's a little bit on seed. <laughs> Uh, Harker is terrified at this point and says, oh, okay, I'm glad that we're all working together here. It's very nice. Uh, I think the, uh, I think the blossom tree branch was over this way. Uh, and he leads you over through the clearing and you see this branch, uh, glowing slightly with that familiar blue glow at this point. And I, can I find my sword on the ground and pick it up or is it lost somewhere? Oh, no, I think you can find your sword. Okay. Uh, Yeah, Harker gestures to the branch and says, okay, we'll, here is the branch and there is the claw. So we just need the turtle shell and uh, then we can all exit this uh, gracefully. What if the turtle shell was broken? Uh, Well, that's unfortunate. Um, if the turtle shell is broken, I'm assuming you wouldn't ask that if it wasn't. Um, I didn't tell it. We won't be able to close the path entirely, but it should lose its connection, if that makes sense. There's nothing, there's nothing anchoring it here anymore, but the magic is already opened. Does that mean we can still holiday in Sydney? Uh... Yeah, if you can wrangle it, you could, I think. I'm I'm trying to think about how big of a secret um, or how cheap this would be um, to, to do the negligible, negligible price to, to see if we can um, get the turtle shell back to working order and here. Ooh, so, yeah, that would that would have to be something pretty big because you are rewriting reality from a thing that you did destroy. Yeah. Um, <laughs> And I, I don't know, I don't know if I want to like pursue that path like as a as a player. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, so I think I think that might be just a little bit out of Severus's scope. I mean, he could do it, but it would be bad. Um, he he nods to uh, to the others, and he's like, "Well, I think it's time we should close this up as as best we can." And then Agreed. we can have margaritas on the beach. No, wait, isn't it six on the beach? What do you drink on the beach? I know of. I know a feller that likes a, a good sex on the beach. It's his favorite drink. I, Great. <clears throat> right. Uh, sorry, I'm I'm bleeding here a little bit. Uh, can we go ahead and move this on? <laughs> Mito will lay on hands. No. <laughs> All right. Yeah. And it's a seven. So I can either harm or heal on illness, but I take it into myself. 
Does that work? You can heal the harm or illness. So how much can I heal? Is it too harm? Like it says in 10 plus? Yeah, I guess it is. So I can heal yeah. you too, but I'll take the harm myself. So Meadow has healed him for two, but taken on the owies. And she's like, starts dusting him off, like brushing off his shirt and everything. She's like, why are you covered in mud? I, I was attacked. Um, it's been a long night. It's supposed to be a good vacation, a good holiday, and it did not work out that way. And I am I'm having a great time. And Harker kind of pops up and says, oh, I'm so, so sorry that I had to interrupt your your vacation. I, I, I feel just terrible about it. Where is the totem so we can finish this? I really don't like him. I don't either. So let's let's finish this so we don't have to see him anymore. Excellent. And I think Beto has the claw of like, I'm assuming yep, in the pocket. Back up into existence in a hand. Very good, very good. Okay, and he goes over and grabs the tree branch uh, and places it on the floor of this... Forest? Clearing, yeah, thank you. Uh, he places it on the forest floor and he starts to uh, put out and like draw the ruins that he needs for the portal spell. Uh, and says, uh, go, ahead and, go ahead and put the claw over there and we'll wrap all this up okay then i can kill him right we'll cross that bridge when we get there okay and she flounces off and puts the claw where she was told to so glad since motive isn't in this <laughs> dude you don't need to go there with me though <laughs> harker gets all the things situated and says okay uh i am going to need a little bit of your magic to help close this up um so uh, uh who is who can help uh, essentially not it uh, troy coughs up a little blood and steps forward he's unstable he's also unstable yeah oh no i just i, just, I, I made myself unstable too that's the best part because i was taking the harm for the side effect palmito will see this run up to you and run her hands through his tentacles as she lays on hands. Ugh. Severus looks away awkwardly. And fails. <laughs> oh, no. No. oh no. I oh, think no. I have one light left. I have one light left. You are healed for two and stabilized. <laughs> I was gonna say. Cause I think you make you make the ex you give them extra harm if you fail. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Troy falls over dead. <laughs> Troy noticeably blushes as Metal does this too. Instead of being awkward, he just blushes. <laughs> Implications. <laughs> and she groped his butt before she um, steps away. Oh no. <laughs> and that's Troy going, ooh. And he goes beet red. Harker is just kneeling on the ground and goes, gross. Um, Ken, does anyone have anything uh, foci? Uh, something I can use to focus the magic through. Like um, a crystal? Yeah, yeah, a crystal would work. Oh, I guess. And that crystal she was going to give to Marie as a gift appears in her hand and she kind of tosses it over. And he catches it and says, thanks. You didn't do anything weird with this, did you? No. I don't think it's a crystal. Oh, okay. Very good. And he puts that in the circle as well. 
and then you start to see him uh, focusing in and like the pulsing uh in these objects uh starts to get faster that light uh and then the light pulses out further and further uh and then has one last large burst that fills the clearing and swallows Harker up and then it reduces back down and the claw is gone the crystal is gone the branch is gone and so is Harker son of a bitch and I think Severus will like like punch a tree like in frustration does he hurt himself yeah oh yeah he, he is not tough but where where could he have gone <sighs> You know, I think I saw this happening. I think he may have went back to the the uh, the warehouse. Although, if he doesn't need that anymore, we need to hurry. Yeah, we don't have we any can, time to waste. We can take Troyota to the warehouse. Yeah, I think uh, you guys all pile into Troyota. He welcomes you back warmly. <laughs> uh, and you guys drive back to the warehouse and make your way in. And you see that all of... The the chalk has been erased from the floor and all of the documents and books that were set up here are all gone. And there is a note on the desk that's been left for you. I think Severus is going to read it. He says, oh, thank you very much for your introduction. And it was nice to meet you. Uh, the portal is closed, just like you said. But I think that helping you out is not necessarily worth my life or the distrust of my employers. It was nice to meet you, though. Maybe we'll see each other another time. Sincerely, Parker. Is that three dates you've got now? I'm sorry, dates? Never mind. Uh, I think I need that margarita now. Yeah, I think it's uh, it's a little overdue. I, I think it's time I uh, perhaps unbutton my shirt a little and uh, get very, very, very drunk. A flask appears in Meadow's hands. Let's get started. We don't have to drive with Troyota. <laughs> oh, that's awesome. Party bus. <laughs> yeah, uh, I think that uh, the rest of what well, we see, maybe a series of vignettes, Troyota driving you guys around, listening to Hendrix and other uh, classics. Oh, only Hendrix. <laughs> only, only Hendrix. Hendrix only. Uh, yeah. If Meadow is able to sweet talk Troyota, you are only listening to Hendrix, guys. <laughs> On repeat. <laughs> Wonderful. Yeah, you, you see a series of vignettes of you guys just having a good time uh, drinking together. You you go to a small bar. What what are the bar activities of each of your characters that you guys want to get up to? Meadow will be like dancing on the countertop like Coyote Ugly. Wonderful. Classics. Dart. I think... Oh, go ahead. Oh, sorry. Uh, darts. Ah, nice. Troy's playing darts off in the background. I Severus? think if Severus gets drunk enough, um, he's going to do karaoke. Ooh, what song? I think it's um, On My Way by um, Rusted Root. Ooh, okay. Nice. It's, it's a very, very nice upbeat song that he has always liked. <laughs> and I've just been watching the music video on repeat for the past week. Because nice. it's, it's, it's the most 90s music video I've seen in a while. <laughs> what about you, Seeb? Uh, Seeb is probably quietly drinking a beer, a cheap, just a cheap beer. And uh, he'll engage with whoever comes up to talk to him. But he'll, he'll find 
a nice corner and start or, and finish reading the book that he was reading in the beginning uh, on the beach. Yeah. Do you know what book that was? I'm just curious. I was just thinking. Yeah, I don't know. Um, Might I suggest the gunslinger from uh, Stephen King? There you go. That works. Um, I think Severus would probably tell the others um, like before they went on their own way that uh, I'm going to be looking into this. My life is, uh, has been needing purpose for a while now, and I'm going to be looking into this as much as I can. But you all have my number, and if you need me for anything, I'm only a call away. I'll, uh... I'll need to get back to to the hunt for how to beat the devil and uh, get vengeance against him. That's my main focus. But if you need help, give me a call and I'll come if I can. I look forward to it. Troy just kind of nods and then he hands the rest of the party handmade uh, calling cards that he made while he was drinking and playing darts. (laughs) (laughs) They're like a Sharpie uh, scribbled over actual like playing cards. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Troy, you you look different. You're you're glowing. Oh, well, he got to he looks we had a side tour. Um I can honestly say I've done something for sure and not just something I remember because I technically um he starts to count us here. 2 years real, so Wait, was, you're only 2 years old? Uh it it it's it's complicated. It's the comic book is a lot older than I. I don't know. I the, 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 it this reality is very strange. It won't work. Let's let's put it that way. It's very um subjective. Strange is one way to put it. Certainly. I think I need more to drink. <laughs> <laughs> I think that's a wonderful place to kind of cut out and zoom out of our vignette. The camera uh pushes back from the uh the window of this bar. Uh, and we see it pass over the Troyota and then up into the sky overlooking Monterey Bay. And we fade to black. Nice. So, uh, yeah, let's do some oh. end of a session experience. Hey, oh, yeah. Lovely, lovely keepers. Get in the whole, the whole package here. Uh, I'm going to go ahead and just do what my players do and just, yeah, we did everything right. We should get like four experience. <laughs> oh, yeah. yeah, yeah. Oh, oh. Uh, so did they conclude the current mystery? What do you think the current mystery was? Getting all the monsters back to their rightful places. Mm, okay. Yeah, I think yeah. we, because, I mean, it started out with the introduction of monsters like appearing with like a flash of light. And we investigated the flash and we discovered that it was a ritual by this Mr. Harker. And I think that, I mean, we, we, we closed that portal. We closed the gate more or less. Yeah. They're permanently yeah. back where they came from and they'll stay there. Yes. Forever. And ever and ever until they die. Yeah. No exceptions. <laughs> None whatsoever. <laughs> no take backsies. <laughs> so yeah. Yes. Okay. So uh, did you save someone from certain death or worse? Yes. Almost killed them too. Yeah, almost killed Jonathan, uh, for sure. Saved, saved them. Uh, if you had stayed on the beach, I think that that Moa Moa could have gotten out of control a lot worse and moved its way towards bystanders that were there on the beach. Oh, so that was. Fuck. We left the <laughs> yeah. pepper on the beach. 
Yes, yes, you did. I was kind of expecting that to be like the after credit scene is is yep. the the cabin like you know you just see a, a card game in a smoky room and the door kicks down and you see the cabin he's like all right I'm running this bitch now <laughs> or he's running away with all sorts of bathing suits in his hands yeah laughing down the beach trying to make its way through customs yeah <laughs> yeah so you definitely save someone from certain death. Uh, did you learn something new and important about the world at large? All and of it. what was it? Okay, but like what? <laughs> all, um, all of it, since it's a brand new world to us. We, we learned about um, the insane uh, Harker, um, who who's not a very nice man, um, <laughs> who seems to enjoy, well, not enjoy, it's more of he nothings everything around him. Like, he just wants to do what he does. Uh, when... We learned about the order that he works for. Both so with them. them, the Brotherhood of the Dusk and the Children of Lilith. Yeah. 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 Good, good. Uh, and did you learn something new and important about the Hunters and what was it? All of the things. <laughs> yeah, I think uh, between definitely Severus and Seeb. I keep wanting to call him Seeb, but it's Seeb. It's Seeb, uh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, I think they they definitely like shared some secrets, um, at least with each other. Um, For sure, we did learn, although it ne was never really addressed further. But um, Meadow is Severus's mom. Mm -hmm. We learned that um, someone is only two years old. <laughs> no, two years real. He's twenty years old on paper. Oh, I wish on paper. I, I'm glad I could say that actually because I was thinking that after after when he said two years real, I was like, I should have said that. <laughs> it's a good clarification. Yep. Someone edit that in. <laughs> yeah. Did we learn uh anything really new about Meadow? I'm trying to think of what we learned about Meadow. Um that she had well, for those who follow Red Gain and Love, they learned that she has a weapon, she has armor of a sort. Mm -hmm. Oh, okay. So Apparently this was all new information. Done. Yeah, this is all new stuff. She hasn't done any of this except for stabilize people with lay on hands. We learned that oh, she's okay. much older than she looks. Considering... Oh, yeah, she is hella older and she can't remember shit. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Very cool. Yeah, uh, that was yes to all of it. So everybody gets two marks of experience. I love yeah. Hell yeah. Also, if we if, if we are talking about this, I leveled up earlier and took flight. Ooh, nice. Nice. Uh, yeah, I am back where I was when we started this session. Um, so I am two away from leveling. Nice. Nice. Very It'll cool. be very cool. Uh, Troy, do you know what you're taking on your level up? Um, it's hard because I, I have something borrowed. Um, let's see. You know, I'm going to go with Shapeshifter. That'd be fun. Ooh, yeah. Shapeshifter is cool and also would like suit your kind of... Uh, shifting Pentacles. quality that you already have because you can like kind of manipulate your body in that way yeah so i think like further manipulation of your body would be interesting i i think it it, it fits narratively now that after what happened with metal he's less he's feeling less shame about his shape shifting so he's you mean meadow helped, helped him level up <laughs> yeah like he's less he's he's more comfortable with okay i technically am this horrible good monster version of of what in the in what i've read the material i came from is supposed to be like superman <laughs> so he's always trying to like seem like more like that i think kind of it's kind of like narratively 
spending time with the group um, just kind of help reinforce that he doesn't have to let himself be defined. He doesn't have to define himself based off of that and be his own person. His source material. Mm. It's more than his source material and canon. Aren't they always? <laughs> Very cool. Yeah, I think that that's wonderful. Uh, I, I have a little little Avengers post-credits clip for you. Yay. Yeah. So we see Monterey Bay from the sky once again. Uh, it's sometime after the your adventure here. Uh, and right now it's, it's unseasonably stormy uh, and passing in between the, cl- the clouds and the cracks of lightning. We see something long and uh, snake-like floating the crowds and uh, coming just under the, like, tipping through the bottom of a cloud, we see a claw and then a tail and then the mane of a dragon as it dips down and then comes back up and rests in the clouds above Monterey Bay. that the first keepers retreat comes to a close i hope you guys enjoyed it uh we really had fun making it i'd like to thank jason from memester of the week for running the one shot for mr ray from two dollar creature feature for being an excellent severus party and oh my god spoilers did you hear i'm not going to tell you if you didn't you'll have to go back and listen nice. Also to Ian from Shrimp and Crits as Seed Tate, and to Rackham from Dungeons and Pop, who played Troy. And um, yeah, thanks for um, letting him ink with Meadow. And thank you guys too um, for putting up with Meadow. I apologized quite a few times during the recording of this. Um, it was a little bit embarrassing, and I was very glad that we weren't recording on video. Because I don't know if I could have done it otherwise. Um, but yes, here are two awesome bloopers that unfortunately didn't make it to the final recording. So enjoy. And also, one last thing. Thanks for listening. It was 2D6 plus 2. I'm so sorry. I have a package. Uh, I will be right back. Mito was totally loving the sexual tension between the three men. <laughs> <laughs> She's rooting for you guys. And not my fault everyone keeps asking each other for phone numbers. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, was he flirting with me? Yeah, I was going to correct oh. you, but the, you didn't give me a gap. So. <laughs> I'm sorry. I thought he was flirting with Meadow. Like, that's my, my natural assumption. No, and because the reception dropped, you didn't hear Meadow's response, where she was like, yeah, he'll totally have a drink with you. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, wow. And Severus was just standing there all quiet and silent type. Jeez. It's that Vincent Price look. Yeah. Just stands there dramatically. Or spooktacularly. All right, I have returned. Hey, welcome back. How's the package? Welcome back. Oh, it's great. Um, that's a personal question that you should not be asking another guy. <laughs> I, I mean, you can ask if you want to. I'm just maybe not going to be necessarily honest with you. <laughs>
<laughs> it's, it's big. <laughs> nope, I'm not even going to go there. Huge. <laughs> it's huge. It's meaty and it's healthy. Eye watering. <laughs> Must be a curtain rod or something. <laughs> it's a Washington Monument, let me tell you. <laughs> Comes to a point just right. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I can roll kicks ass for some flavor, maybe. Sorry, I was buffering. Uh, not the internet, but my brain was buffering. Yeah, but I figured I thought that was funny. <laughs> I mean, that many tentacles? How could she not? <laughs> <laughs>